Expecto Podronecast. Welcome to Mischief Managed Podcast, your recommended dose of Harry Potter nonsense straight into your ear hole. Sorry, George. For the discerning witch or wizard. And muggles. And squibs. No discriminations here. Well, no trolls. Fuck trolls. On today's episode, our topic is... Horcruxes. And of course, our reoccurring segments brought to you by us nerds... Katie. Laura. Kate. And most importantly, me, Craig, seeing as I'm the only wizard among these witches. Well, now on with the show. Welcome to Mr. Manage Podcast. Your recommended dose of Harry Potter nonsense. Straight into your ear, ear hole. hole. Very good. Yeah. And also the remix. <laughs> <laughs> so Kate's, uh, Kate's away again. And the Jamie will play. Yay. So we, we got your uh, Gryffindor gal corner still intact. Keeping yeah. the seat warm. It <laughs> <laughs> was very sinister. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. we Gryffindors aren't that dissimilar from Slytherins, really. Uh, Ooh, them fighting words. <laughs> what? We're similar. Know. We should fight. <laughs> no, just a lot of people would disagree with that. Mm-hmm. Well, then they would be wrong. I think it's, it's a situation of like you dislike the things that you see in yourself you know yeah like we have talked about the, that yeah you know it's a bit of a mirror mm. sometimes Wait, so we're our own worst mm-hmm. enemies oh my god Whoa. it's like when harry looks inside of himself and sees Voldemort because of horcruxes spoiler uh we'll save that we'll get into that later but mm-hmm. we have much more important things to talk about now such as the Harry Potter Symphony. Yes. Tell us how that got... What, you, well, words. You guys all went, right? Yes. Yep. <laughs> and it turned out we were sitting in the same row. Oh, my God. Oh, it was, it was awesome. so funny. Like, I texted... Eight yeah. seats away. <laughs> Emily and I got there, like, a little bit early. And I was standing up on the second floor, and I was watching for them eagerly with my glass of wine. And <laughs> it was really exciting. It was very decadent. And, uh, yeah. And then um, I was texting Laura. Laura and I were texting, trying to figure out where we were. We were going to say hi. Because also, you guys hadn't... Emily just came back into town. You guys hadn't seen her yet or anything. Yeah, I had no idea she was going to be exactly. there. It was such so a lovely surprise. surprise. Um, <laughs> and then Laura, I, I told you, we're in the back. We're in the very last row, and she said, "Me too." Like on the right, and I was like, "Wait a minute, we're on the right." And then I looked down, and they're just <laughs> they're waiting. Yeah, Stephanie, who's also been on the podcast, she was um, on the second floor, right? So cool she was. You guys there. all went to, on the same night. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it was entirely planned. I think they no. both texted me. They're like, "We got tickets for this night," and I was like, "Oh my god, I am also going." Yeah. Well, you you're the reason I went. Because right Aww. after you bought them, I love you. It's so cute. <laughs> right after you guys bought tickets, you t- texted us about it or whatever, and then yeah. we got them. If you guys are interested, they're doing the Chamber of Secrets um, starting on October 12th to the 14th. It's the same weekend as the... Transfigure Town. Yeah, the mm. Goderich, now Blythe, Ontario, Blith. Blythe. Blythe. Well, it's not even called Secret and Blythe. Um, Goderich? I'll get it eventually. But anyways, that thing is happening the 13th to the 14th so mm. we're gonna go on the 12th so we won't go to that one we'll go to the third <clears throat> one and we'll be completely lost <laughs> we won't have any idea what's yeah. going on right so but the orchestra <laughs> yeah he's like guys enough the jokes <laughs> the but for people because i don't know if people listening know what we're talking about really the toronto symphony orchestra played the score 
Uh, while the movie played. While the movie While the yeah. source prisoner... The Philosopher's <laughs> Stone. <laughs> Sorcerer's Stone, Philosopher's Stone movie, the full film played. Yeah. yeah. And they just take out the score and the TSO yeah. played it So, live. like, the, the sound effects kind of and, like, the folly stuff like that, Super it's all lovely. still being played over the speakers. Mm. Um, talking, I yeah. assume. Mm-hmm. In comparison to the one that we saw at Roy Thompson Hall for Lord of the Rings the dialogue stuff was better like it's still mm. like i honestly felt like i was just watching the movie yeah, yeah you it got was distracted by and i had to keep being like no no like, i'm here for the symphony at, like look, look, look down look down <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at like, the talented yeah. people yeah you get drawn in harry mm-hmm. potter draws you oh, in every yeah. single time and like people were cheering whenever <laughs> like the characters came on the screen for the first time so like dumbledore and mcgonagall and Hagrid. oh my god the opening scene was so good because the opening scene is just private drive when dumbledore arrives yeah yeah Mm-hmm. And, so and we weren't all like, being yeah. assholes. They actually said, like, yeah. cheer when your the favorite conductor. characters comes on mm-hmm. and all that. Because I'm good. pretty sure they were like, there's big chunks of no music, so it'd be better if people were involved. And, and yeah. yeah, I cheering. think it must be really fun for them because it's not like, what else would they play where they get that type of energy from the yeah. crowd? Yeah. Except yeah. something where it's like, you know. <laughs> Rocky Horror. <laughs> yeah. Lord of the Rings was the complete opposite. Shut up! Shut up! That was a bit more fun. of a formal setting than the Sony Center, though. True. Right. Yeah. But yeah, this was oh, hearing Hedwig's theme live. Oh, <laughs> it was guys. so amazing. <laughs> it was so and good. So I forgot my glasses, so it was a little blurry for me. But it was funny because it was still like felt super magical because just like watching the shapes of all the like violinists and the strings like move at the same time and and the color like they were all golden and then on screen it was all like purple and it was just like a really beautiful combination yeah and the the screen was behind the orchestra this time too so like you could actually see them it was much smaller i mean obviously like the lord of the rings one had like 300 people in the choir alone oh my god so they were like they were wrapped around the screen and then I don't know. We couldn't see the orchestra, but I counted like in the front row, like 40 violinists. So mm-hmm. this was a much smaller production, but it was very cute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, ugh, so My good. Goodness. It was really nice when the harpist came oh, on yeah. during the, during the fluffy the scene. Because the harp yeah. is just there playing, right? Yeah. It was so cool. <sighs> so that was like the only, um, what's the word? Uh, diegetic oh, yeah. sound. Mm-hmm. So. So where did the day please? So diegetic means a sound like a, a sound or music or something that is like within the story itself. Yeah. It's like when you like someone has a radio on or something. And, and like the that. characters actually hear yeah. it. Yeah. And like Haggard mm-hmm. playing oh. the flute. And it's like it's real within the world, not just like mood music. For us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So that was really that was really lovely. Yeah, watching the movie with subtitles was fun too. Oh yeah. yeah. Cuz yeah. they they throw that in there I guess just for if anyone's getting lost along right. the way. I mean, I thought the volume levels were like they were really excellent good. for that sort of stuff. If anything they could have been quieter, but they also had the subtitles up so that you could still follow along and uh, we noticed I like at least I did during the Leviosa, Leviosa <laughs> scene, they actually spell it differently. Ron is saying it with an A-R, which, of course, if you're British, you Leviosa. would... Yeah. You don't say. <laughs> it would still sound the same to us. Leviosa. It would just sound like a regular Leviosa. A at the end of a word. <laughs> oh, yeah, it would sound so like Leviosa. Yeah, as opposed to Saul. Yeah. But there's a little Ooh. more to and it. And I, like, I always thought that Hermione was just being, like, a, a bit prickly about that part. I'm like, he, he's not saying it that wrong. And then I was like, no, no, he's... He's legitimately saying a different word, almost. Yeah. (laughs) He's going to turn his eyebrows blue or something. Mm -hmm. 
So that was that was a fun little takeaway. It's neat. After all this time, you can still be surprised. (laughs) Speaking about being surprised by Harry Potter, Jamie, do you want to defend uh, what we talked about in the last episode about you listening to the audiobook chapters on shuffle so okay i'm with you by the way i think this would be fun i think and you, you guessed that it was katie that would be. i know i don't I'm know usually, i'm usually against things I, don't know. <laughs> I just need to reiterate i'm not mad i'm like that's very jamie I'm just disappointed. And, <laughs> and, and like it's very you that you did that but it's still weird like i wouldn't do it's it. weird yeah. so okay so the thing is is that i have completely lost count of the amount of times i've read them like physically and listen to the audiobooks now like it's happened so much and I don't read or listen to the books necessarily listen to them in order it's just like what do I feel like what haven't I listened to in a while and so now I'm kind of at this point where I don't know how to choose and I only put them on because it's like it's such a like comforting nostalgia thing like sometimes I put them on when I'm going to bed or sometimes when I'm like doing mindless other tasks Mm -hmm. and so it's kind of like i don't know what i feel like listening to and i don't want to get repetitive so i put them on my iphone then i realized like oh i could i could just see what the universe tells me to (laughs) listen to i don't know not i'm not okay but but the fun thing is is it it makes it like not become boring it, like not feel like I've yeah, done it too stagnant. much mm-hmm. and it and it helps me like kind of like connect different random parts of book six to book two or something and it's kind of really fun so I think that as I'm gonna an do example, this it's really like, fun say a chapter has there been one after the other that was really like oh weird no um but no I don't find it jarring it's kind of fun for a second to be like thrown off me like oh what chapter is this and then I I feel like, uh, yeah, I definitely know what you mean about, like, when when you've loved something and you've, like, seen it or watched it or, or listened to it or read it so many times that you, like, know it by heart, basically. Mm. Sometimes, like, listening to a whole thing in a row or watching things or, like, even choosing, like, okay, so which one do I want? It's all, because it's all sort of the same. And yeah. you're like, whatever. I feel like that a lot with um, uh, The Simpsons sometimes. Like, every now and then, yeah. I'm getting, like, more into I took, like, a big old break from The Simpsons, because, mm. like, I just start and then I'm like, oh, okay, so what episode do I want to watch? And I'm like, I don't like, I don't care. So it's so yeah. hard to make a decision when yeah. you don't have a favorite. Yeah. I mean, you have a favorite, but then you're like, well, I've seen that one more times because it was my favorite so Mm -hmm. now it's almost i don't know yeah so i totally get it i think i'm probably gonna do that (laughs) you should i think you'll really enjoy it i'm gonna do it it's really hard to stop though well i mean are you are you satisfied with that answer no oh (laughs) no why does it unnerve you so well when i get the itch after (laughs) i've been away from harry potter for a while (laughs) i go back and read book one because it takes me like i don't know two or three days yeah. at just reading at my pace, mm-hmm. like a couple hours each night or something. Mm-hmm. It's and it's short. done. Yeah. And it's, it's, I get right back into it just with that quick one and then a couple more quick ones and then I'm into the meteor stuff. And <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it's canon now that I like things in order. Like it going back. It has been well established. Yeah. <laughs> Your brain works differently than mine. I yeah. might, wait, it's like I get my brain gets restless. I'm like, oh, this thing. But then what about this chapter? And like, I just see, I do that then, with 
cartoon shows like mm. The Simpsons or Futurama mm. or Bob's Burgers, I can just like pick a random one and be completely mm-hmm. happy because they're not sequential. Yeah. See, and that's kind of the fun thing of this is that like random chapters come on it's and they just sequential. make me. I guess that like yeah. Everyone's been like struck by like Netflix paralysis where you just like go through options yeah. and you're yeah. like, oh my God, yeah. I can't choose. There's too many. It's the only thing I miss about TV is like you knew that like The Simpsons or Friends would be on at a certain time. <laughs> you didn't know which one. Yeah. And Unless you had a gamble. TV guide and they yeah. had gotten it right that week. Yeah. Sometimes they didn't. Sometimes, Sometimes they, didn't. they just used the description for the show. Although, like, 12-year-olds are like, wait, what? No Netflix? <laughs> what? what? TV, TV guy? <laughs> this is a physical book I'm talking reading about, Reading TV guy. <laughs> writing TV guy. Writing. And renewing TV guy. <laughs> yeah. What else were we going to talk about? We were going to talk oh, about... Hogwarts quiz. Our, uh, Hogwarts quiz! So which we posted. We did post. We posted uh, a quiz on our Facebook. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, a BuzzFeed quiz about, like, what percentage of your house are you? And um, I thought that was really fun because we did talk a lot uh, last episode, especially when we were talking about uh, Katniss Everdeen yeah. as our Slytherin, to be like, well, you know, like, sometimes people are hybrids. And, like, it does... I think most people are hybrids in some way or shape or form or whatever because, like, everyone has qualities of each house... In us, because we're not like fake people. We're all real yeah. people who have all these sort of different qualities. Is just what balances it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. Uh, so my split was thirty-three uh, percent Ravenclaw, twenty-eight percent Slytherin, twenty-six percent Gryffindor, which was a bit of a surprise, and thirteen percent Hufflepuff. Mm, and wow. um, I thought that was good. I was so surprised that Slytherin and Gryffindor were so close because yeah. I've often thought of myself as a Slytherclaw. We've talked about this before, but. Uh, I don't know. Go figure. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I do have some morality deep, deep down. Deep down. Deep down, maybe there's a sense of good and evil. Uh, mine was actually a bit of a Gryffindor surprise as well. I got 38% <laughs> Ravenclaw, which, you know, we've established. You are more Ravenclaw than me. Yeah. A little bit. I, I get fight, it. Fight. I get it. Oh, no. <laughs> Let's not. Um, we'll just fight with our minds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> our inner tor- turmoil will. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so 38% Ravenclaw, 33% Gryffindor, which surprised me, and then only 17% Hufflepuff, which is the house that I was originally sorted into. How interesting. Um, And then I got 12% Slytherin. Mm. Interesting. But um, yeah, it's nice. It does the little like breakdown based on your first two percentages, Mm -hmm. and it'll give you, uh, from what I gather, not all of the descriptions are identical. I think it kind of depends on like how closely related your house percentages are and then the yeah. third one is your third biggest percentage and then they just completely disregard your fourth mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like oh it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah it's not you i did mine again and the the numbers seem pretty close to what they were i think i changed a couple answers but 35 percent hufflepuff 30 percent ravenclaw what 27 percent gryffindor <laughs> and eight percent slytherin whoa, whoa. so uh you are the, the least ravenclaw. slytherin that's yeah. surprising. Wait, what was your Slytherin? Oh, I'm trying. Eight. I mean, it's oh, not eight. a bad thing. We like Slytherin here, right? She um, is very... You are contrary. You are the contrarian. I play devil's advocate. Yeah. Yeah, that's a Slytherin quality, I think. Only Playing it or again. actually being it, though? Hmm. I mean, our listeners can't tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like mine sort of ties into the Ilvermorny sorting a bit, because Thunderbird's supposed to be the yeah, adventure, adventure house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, then 
it's Gryffindor because in the splurg thing, <laughs> it says your slight splurge. <laughs> splurge. Uh, I like blurb. It's blurb, but you always say splurge <laughs> instead. That's such a better word. Thank That's you. So good. I like it. Uh, it's a good it hybrid. Says, Splurg. Your <laughs> That's a society for the learning and understanding. Yeah. And your slight compatibility with Gryffindor House hints at an underlying desire for adventure that may manifest itself in a love of travel or trying new things. Uh, I didn't really think the splurge at the end uh, matched with me. Amy cannot deal with this. <laughs> she, just, she just hit both of her hands on her armrests and <laughs> ducked away from her microphone. <laughs> yeah, excellent. I like I'm this good. very much. Yeah. I like this dynamic. Yeah. Oh. Uh, it's very good. Um, Do you remember so yours? I, I, so I remember the order of mine. I don't remember the exact percent percentages. So Gryffindor Oops, was sorry. like thirty-ish, and then Hufflepuff was pretty. Is probably high twenties of something, mm -hmm. and very then so. Ravenclaw, and then was higher than Slytherin for by whatever amount. And so I remember the description was something about like uh, my loyalty and my love of my family and whatever. And then the last little bit was about Ravenclaw and my appreciation for wisdom and whatever. So it felt very accurate to me, or at least like the point in my life that I am right now. It's just kind of like I'm obsessed with like my niece and nephew, and that's kind Aww. of all I like really <laughs> care about. And like I'm like I don't have a lot of ambition right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I really, I really liked that the descriptions were like pretty different between all the different um, percentages that people got. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it felt he's very pretty good. Cool. Yeah, mm -hmm. usually you can kind of like read through the comments on any of those quizzes mm -hmm. and like kind of get a sense of like what all the answers yeah. were. But um, with this one, it's so varied. Mm. And yeah. and that was the other thing was it it accounted for your choice, what you thought mm -hmm. you were. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. it said your affinity for Gryffindor makes you basically majority Gryffindor. Yeah. So I wonder if if I said a different thing, how it differently it, it would yeah. add. Like, yeah. Now I want to take four different kinds of those quizzes. Yeah. <laughs> see, like, oh, when you, yeah. like, when you, you leave the all the other answers the yeah. same, except for that one question, see what Whoa. happens. It would Eat be really interesting. I think I might. I'm um, just lame enough. <laughs> call it research. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. research. Mm -hmm. I was just thinking about, like, okay, in a hypothetical world, if J.K. Rowling was to, like, write more sequels after mm -hmm. the seven, mm -hmm. this is the one thing that I feel like she should take some notes from from the fans is, like, how people feel like they're hybrids and there are percentages and stuff. And, like, mm -hmm. that's the way I see Hogwarts. I feel like I've said this before, probably even on this podcast, but, like, that's the way after the wizard, the war, the... of the Yeah, there the, should the be a more nuanced approach to yeah. sorting, which is something that we were hoping would be in The Cursed Child, but... Mm wasn't at all in yeah. fact the prejudice mm. was alive and well yep. yeah. alive and well <laughs> but that does kind of tie God. in with our meet your messers question which is it has to do with rebranding our own hogwarts houses right. so slytherin is obviously in need of a little rebrand and mm. it's kind of obvious what they need to do mm. but for Ravenclaw Gryffindor and Hufflepuff if we were forced to do a little bit of a rebrand what would you keep what would you get rid of and what would you add 
Can I play for Slytherin on this one? If just you so want it's to, different. Sure. That helps. Sure. Because I can think of one for Slytherin. I can't think of one for Ravenclaw. Oh, perfect. Oh, I can only think of a joke for Ravenclaw. Mine's a little bit of a joke, but yeah. anyway. <laughs> I think it has to be. This is a difficult. Like, this is like, I did not do well with, like, marketing. <laughs> 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 I'm not good on social media image. <laughs> I don't know. She's okay. a really um, sassy, like, like head swivel this is the one where we describe <laughs> jamie yeah <laughs> in her movements yeah <laughs> no i guess it's just sort of like what like what about your what, house what isn't are the working current what, yeah. perceptions of your house and what do you think that they should be instead? yeah yeah i guess i'll go first because i have one okay. uh so for slytherin and i think that this comes from a lot of my like characters from other shows that are slytherin segment um I honestly think that it should be the comedy house. Like, people should be like, those bitches are the funniest. Because they, you know, like, they're often the, like, wisecracking, like, funny characters. They're often, like, that kind of, like, friend that will just, like, say the truth no matter, like, who it hurts. And in comedies, it's actually really great. (laughs) They're usually, like, the funniest characters in shows that I like. I'm always like, Slytherins are so fucking funny. So I think that Slytherins should be the comedy house. They should learn to laugh more. Maybe not at other people's expenses. They could have a little stage in their common room. Oh my god, Slytherin stand-up. They kind of would be the drama kids. Oh my god, they would be the drama kids. That's why I feel at home there. It's a drama kid. It would turn into a lot of roasting, though, don't you think? Oh, yeah. But, I mean, I guess if you can dish it out, you should be able to take Mm -hmm. it. Maybe that's Mm -hmm. good practice to, like, break down that pride, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Ye of thicker scales. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. Slytherin Comedy Fest. Let's do it. Yeah. And in lieu of maybe some uh, prejudice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Good. I mean, yeah, duh. (laughs) Obviously, that's the thing to get rid of, the Slytherin house perception, because it's hella stupid. And most of the Slytherins that, like, we know and love, actual Slytherins, are not like that at all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not a requirement in the real world to be like that. Yeah. They're fierce as fuck and bold and wonderful. Yeah. Well, so I was struggling with, like, Gryffindor, like, how to read. Because, like, Gryffindor's image is kind of, it's, like... Like that's what every everybody's like. Oh, they're clearly the best house. They sell themselves really well, right? Yeah. So, but I think a big problem with Gryffindor is they're like, they seem kind of big-headed. Like the people who aren't in Gryffindor are like, "Fuck you guys! Mm, yeah. You guys are <laughs> such big jockey dicks." Yeah, <laughs> there are um, jocks and nerds. Yeah. <laughs> Again, so <laughs> say that in every podcast now. Yeah. Right. So, so I feel like they need to work on like owning the the friendly side of Gryffindor a little more mm. you know and so so I don't know why I just <laughs> thought of this um but but if part of their brand is like the lion and the lion's like the king of the jungle and it's just like a little bit like okay like <laughs> chill your ego a little there Gryffindors right. so um so maybe they they adjust their uh their animal whatever mascot to like a dog. Oh my god, I was hoping you'd say that. I was like, but as soon as we were like, the lion, and I was like, a dog, a dog, a dog, a dog, a dog. A dog, a dog. Yeah, I'm so glad yes. you thought of that. Yeah, because oh I was 
was thinking, God. like, Doug is very, it's still, like, very appropriate for them. Like, big, hairy, they're like, friendly. Yeah. They're brave. They're fun. They're friends. They're friends. They're, yeah. like, your best they're friend. Friends. Yeah. And it's still different enough from Hufflepuff. Like, Hufflepuff is, like, sweet. But dogs aren't necessarily always sweet. There's a, there's a large variety of, like, personalities there are dogs, dogs, too. There's yeah. a lot of guard dogs. They're known for mm. saving people. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's yeah. true. The saving people thing. St. Bernard's with the rum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly. St. Bernard <laughs> would be a perfect Gryffindor. Like, Dalmatians or yeah. dogs. Canine English, dogs. Would it have to be an English bulldog? Mm, no, because no, they're, they're so inbred, they die really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, I know. Um, sad times. Yeah. Just uh, tips okay. uh, That's really good. Have one? Because I could go. Yeah, sure. You go ahead. So. Oh, God. <laughs> we need a bit more cool in the Hufflepuff house, according to other people, because everyone is kind of like a little shocked, myself included, when I first got Hufflepuff. <laughs> so we need to kind of play up the badass part of Hufflepuff. You mean the pride, as in the trait that it isn't? No, for? it's not pride. It's it's just like, cool your jets, everyone else. We don't care what you think of us. We're just enjoying our Wiz Khalifa. Black and yellow. <laughs> and we might need to change the uh, badger to a honey badger oh, to yeah. play up a little bit more of the fierceness. Yeah. It is fierce. Yeah. I call the big fierce one bitey. Yeah. 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 Um, so that's... That's that great. Fun I mean, had I songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every house got their own theme song. Yeah. Like, I feel like Hufflepuff definitely, like... It it is uh, often just like been like the it's wait the I'm house. this like people have to go through things to like yeah. a- accept that they're Hufflepuff. Yeah, I mean the I think the same Slytherin. Slytherin. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Hufflepuff and Slytherin are the both like, oh shit, really? And then they have to like examine. But uh, that's the whole thing. It's like these are the perceptions that aren't really applicable in yeah. everyday life. Like yeah. Hufflepuffs aren't lame. That, they, well, that they're, like, said in the books to yeah. be lame. And Slytherins aren't evil that they're said in the books to be evil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just cool people who are in different houses yeah. for different mm-hmm. reasons. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. You just gotta own it. And yeah. then there's a lot of, like, puff pride, which I think is great. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. fuck it. It's fun. And, like, yeah. that just, like, we've said it before. Like, it just means that you're a good person. Yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you're, like, hardworking and loyal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who that's the fuck doesn't want, want that? In your, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing to have. So, yeah, yeah Puff Pride. Love it. 100%. So, that, those would be just like if we had to. I think Hufflepuff's perfect the way it is, but. Yeah. You came up with the question. Yeah. <laughs> I did. He just really wanted to play black and yellow. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Yeah. Laura? Well, to rebrand Ravenclaw, I would definitely time Turner back to mm-hmm. when they made the decision to make it blue and silver in the movies mm-hmm. and also a raven instead of an eagle and I'd yeah. just, you know, fix that mistake. Um, <laughs> so that would that would be the first thing. And then I'd change the slogan to, not just for nerds. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I think there's a misconception that um, Ravenclaw is like the Hermione's of the world, even though Hermione's yeah, in Gryffindor. In um, because they don't really focus a ton on the fact that I think it's the house of the introvert and the dreamer um, and like the artist so maybe playing that up a bit more just Mm -hmm. like if you if you're of a creative mind and so Luna uh, should be your mascot essentially yeah (laughs) Yeah. maybe maybe like tone it down on the 
uh, jibba-jabba, or whatever you want to call it. What? Jibba-jabba. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the uh, alternative theories, The Raxford's oh. yeah. yeah. A Raxford is like the... But I appreciate that she is so strong in her convictions that she's like, no, you're crazy. It's obviously the Raxford's. Um, <laughs> True. Open your mind. Yeah. She's very, very beat of her own drum. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that every establishment needs that type Mm. Um, yeah. So yeah, just like the weird alternative, but it's um, definitely the eccentric house. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. They could play up the artsiness of their house yeah. a little more. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like maybe that. a bit more that than just like, oh, we just like to read. Yeah. Um, we like books. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, we do, but we do, but know. we also like, you know, art, art. and rebellion and mm. all that fun stuff. Out of the box thinking. Yeah. And you know what? Because in the books. They don't really get into enough of the personalities of the Ravenclaws. Like, we get Luna. Yeah. Other than her, like, we don't really know that much about the other Ravenclaw Cho. characters. Yeah. Cho. But, but we don't really know cool. much about Cho. Yeah. We're just and like, we she do, likes we don't Quidditch. Like. Yeah, she cries. No, you don't like. <laughs> Speak for you yourself. Like. I tend to. I like Cho. Like, Hufflepuff got like Cedric Cho. Diggory, which is, like, a very exceptional character. Right. Yeah. Um, so that was like that was really great for them yeah <laughs> that was great for we Hufflepuff. really needed and they've it. got newt and then like yeah. that's true yeah. ernie mcmillan and hannah abbott and like all these other random side characters really like colored hufflepuff a little more but ravenclaw didn't get enough yeah, yeah. because we don't really characters. know much about anthony goldstein or michael corner or like Jerry any yeah. of yeah like yeah. any of the other and Ravenclaws. when harry goes there he's by himself like he's not really interacting with anyone other than luna originally yeah. to get into yeah. the tower Although, but, yeah except for the door like, I wish we knew about the, the door yeah. riddles way earlier. That's super... Yeah. Like, I, wanted, I want, like, Hermione to be, like, walking by and, like, solving the riddles for people who can't. <laughs> and then oh they God. get in. Like, like that would be deed. so funny. Hilarious. So brave. Yeah. So brave. <laughs> really brave That's of her to rub her knowledge in on other people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let us know how you would rebrand whichever house you were in. We've scratched the surface. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a fun one. I like it. Good yeah. job, Craig. Spanks. So for our topic today, we're going to talk all about Horcruxes. And I'm so excited. Anywho, um, yeah, Horcruxes. So all about that little fun thing, which is, it's something I've wanted to talk about for a while, but we were mm. like, if we're going to do it, we need to like really talk about it. And of course, to really talk about it, we need Jamie. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Mm. So, yeah. Where do we want to start? Such mm. a wide world. Maybe we should start, I guess, with, like, how you learn about it within the books. Like, mm. chronologically, like, with mm. the diary first, and then working. I mean, this is one of those conversations that I feel is ultimately unhelpful. That always happens with, like, the fandom, where they're like, did you think, like, at this time, J.K. Rowling knew that this right. was going to be that yeah. or whatever and it's like it doesn't really necessarily matter mm-hmm. it matters how she used it and that yeah. it sort of made sense yeah. i think with those though they had to be pre-planned i, I think at least Especially part of the diary. it was i think i've heard her like some quote from her where she like knew the ending mm-hmm. during the very beginning of the yeah. books like in the first chapter where they're like laying harry down and you see the scar like she knew what the scar was and whatever and what it really yeah. meant mm-hmm. and so if she did know that, like, okay, when this little boy was tried to, was, uh, 
attempted murder. Attempted murder on this little boy. This evil wizard put part of his soul into this little boy, and that means at the end of this whole crazy journey, he's gonna have to die. But he's really gonna come back. Blah blah blah. Um, so <laughs> she could know. Blah, blah, blah. She could have decided that, and then gotten to the nitty gritty details of the seven horcruxes yeah. as she went. Like that, mm-hmm. the essential meaning of Harry being a horcrux had to have been there like a key element that she knew from the beginning i think yeah Yeah. i agree Mm -hmm. i agree with what she said (laughs) (laughs) i agree with the facts um but yeah i so when did dumbledore learn what about the horcruxes i agree it seems like he kept a lot of stuff very close to the chest for a very long Mm. time I don't know if it's close to the chest or close to the vest. I've heard it both ways. Close to the vest? I don't think he wears a vest. vest. That's funny. Really? Yeah. See my vest, see my vest. He also only wore robes. I don't think he ever had a vest on. (laughs) Except maybe during that three-piece suit. Yeah, he did a purple suit. Yeah. When he went to visit the orphanage. I could see him wearing a vest. I think. The pocket watch has to go somewhere. Mm -hmm. Because he had removed the Horcrux books from... The restricted section when he became um, headmaster. Like, as soon as Voldemort killed Harry's parents and tried to kill Harry, and then there would have been something in his head saying Horcruxes. He had suspicions. Yeah. yeah, He couldn't prove it until later, but it would have been maybe his number one reason for the fact that Voldemort would return. I guess, like, in the world, as far as we know it, we only know of two ways of being immortal yeah there's only like the hallows and the horcruxes so uh, philosopher's and the stone elixir of life the the philosopher's stone that's yeah. true uh, okay so three ways of being immortal and, and so unicorn Dumbledore, blood no that will only if you prolong kept the half-life. drinking it if you just know. focus in my veins <laughs> i don't know if that would be an indefinite Maybe your life gets like halved every time you drink it. Doesn't matter then. Are, uh, you will. I guess. You would have to keep drinking it. But. I guess so. But it would be less and less fun each time. <laughs> and like heroin. The first time's really fun. It's just like heroin. Yeah. Just like heroin. Don't do heroin, kids. Uh, <laughs> that was what was in the unicorn frat. And oh. I kind of have a suspicion that the unicorn blood was really just to keep Quirrell alive while. He- he no, was it was hosting for Voldemort. Voldemort. Well, yeah, that's okay. I, because because remember, with all the animals, they would die. Yeah, well, that's true. true. So I think it was more for that. It was prolonging their life together as one mm. body or whatever. Never thought of that. That's mm, that's interesting. Mm. That's why we have you here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like Dumbledore knew he didn't have the Philosopher's Stone at the time of his mm-hmm. death. Well, his like the attack on Harry on Halloween mm-hmm. or whatever. He knew that he didn't have all of the hallows because he had James's cloak and he had the elder wand also. But yeah, so like he knew that these other forms weren't being used. So that basically would only like horcruxes are the only thing mm-hmm. that would still make Voldemort alive. Yeah. And he would have known that there was this book that instructed you. Well, yeah. I mean, he was a yeah. teacher then. Yeah. So this is also something that I've like thought about a lot and like reread the specific chapters talking about horcruxes a lot. So what happened was. In the time of Slughorn teaching Tom Riddle, mm-hmm. Dumbledore had banned the subject of Horcruxes, but he was only the um, transfiguration, transfiguration professor. Yeah. So he wasn't like the head. He wasn't the head of the school, but he was like, "We're he not allowed to talk about opinions. this." He was very yeah. strict, and I guess he was probably like deputy or something like that. You know, yeah. he probably oh, yeah. had some power at the time. I'm sure. So, totally. so he banned it, but the books were still in the restricted section because yeah. Tom found them. So 
obviously Dumbledore knew at that time that they were like a terrible thing for people to learn and to like want and to whatever um it's odd that slughorn like knows so much about it but like nobody else really seems to know anything about horcruxes or at least thinks about them or discusses them like they don't come up except for slughorn that's a little weird but whatever but then dumbledore he says that he he had never seen anything act like the way the The diary diary did and so that was in my understanding the first time he was like wait a minute this must be it yeah like this must be the thing so i believe that the diary is the first time he suspects voldemort like truly suspects voldemort um yeah like after this slughorn memory when he's explaining horcruxes to harry he says the diary was like when i realized what was going on with voldemort and because he like was this casual thing that he threw away it was like wait a minute he might have more yeah yeah i mean that's definitely um Really good point. But I also think that maybe Dumbledore was not telling the truth. Mm. Because, I mean, he found out that Harry spoke Parseltongue earlier that year. Mm -hmm. So, like, if the wheels in his head weren't turning and, like... I just feel like he definitely had had to have been thinking... Like, it was, like, 11 years for Dumbledore since the attack for him to be like, what the hell just happened? And he's hella smart. So I feel like it would have definitely crossed his mind. Maybe that was the first thing where he's like, this is for sure the thing. Right. Or like, like, this is way more possible than I previously imagined. Right, because we know that he knew Voldemort wasn't fully dead. We knew that he like had a bit of a soul leaking, lurking around somewhere because he says like, I knew this since you were a boy, but I couldn't tell you you were only 11 years old and whatever. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, he must have known that part of Voldemort's soul was in Harry. Well, but maybe didn't realize it was, like, yeah. Horcrux-level purposeful It might thing. not have been. But, like, at the same time, I feel like he was also just really careful about how much information that Harry mm. knew. Mm-hmm. He wasn't going to lay all of his yeah. cards out on the table. He was just yeah. being like, uh... Because that's, you know, also the downfall of Dumbledore. He is very smart. Smarter than most people or almost everybody that we see. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I know better. So he keeps secrets. So then this is my issue, is why didn't he start looking for Horcruxes sooner? Because that's a good point. He, he did have, have like eleven years of like downtime trying to figure what out. What didn't he do it then? Yeah, or why didn't he, he try well, to hunt Voldemort? Voldemort sooner? wasn't like there was maybe a chance Voldemort was coming back, but it was maybe the first book that thought Harry maybe was that's the, the only scariest Horcrux. part. And yeah. he wasn't willing to kill him. Maybe he didn't know that there were any other right. ones. Right. Because yeah. that, that is yeah. what he says in the explanation of the Horcruxes about mm. only he only decides there are seven when he hears that Slughorn memory. Yeah. yeah. He's like, this just confirms, confirms what, it for his suspicion. Yeah. So he, he figured there were multiples Multiple. at that point. Well, he figured there were multiples when the book the was thrown yeah. away. So yeah. Yeah, haphazardly. Right. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, I have a good theory, though. I think I've mentioned to you before. Ooh. Not a theory, but just an interesting... It's not a theory. It's an interesting side thing about Horcruxes that I figured out. Go ahead. Do you want me to start now? Yeah, sure. Do you want <laughs> me to start? Well, what I've thought about is um, the seven Horcruxes. Like, you think about seven and how it's a, a number and a bunch of things. Yeah. And I was like, could it link to the seven deadly sins? 
and oh, we've done this before. I, yeah, I, I, I messaged yeah. you guys about this before. I don't think so, we did it on the podcast. Did we though. not? No, I don't remember. No, we it. talked about it at the Lockhart after the readings. I think. Yeah, because I think I sent you a message. I think I was like reading the books back home, and I sent you guys a message because I'm being <laughs> <Guys, a> nerdy. <laughs> guys, I, I had this that. Um, yeah. So I. Oh. So okay. I can't remember it because I didn't look at it recently, but we can figure it out together right now. So the diary is actually the diary is a tricky one. The the locket is like um, lust or desire or whatever because that's the one that has to do with like romance. It was his right, mother's, it, yeah. and then when it and gets it opened pisses up, off Ron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it's all about like destroying love to me. The locket. Okay. And, Interesting. Yeah. Makes sense. Because he hates love so much. Um, <laughs> the ring. Is anger because he killed his, uh, his uncle? No, grandfather. I think it's pride. No, he, yeah, I think it's the pride oh, of Slytherin it's family. House. Yeah, it's the family yeah. thing, crest, and that's kind of like the that sin is, of his yeah what grandparents or Marvolo whatever. Marvolo is like, look at this. Yeah. This is mm-hmm. the thing. I mean, mm-hmm. he does that for the locket too, but that's oh, the no. one that he chooses about, to wear. Mm-hmm. Whereas the locket he puts on Marope who. He doesn't give a shit about it. Right. What about um, Rowena's diadem? Would right. that not be lust? Because the whole story behind... Um, no, that'd be envy. Envy, exactly. Right. right. Okay. Yeah. And so then... It's fun. It is fun. Because <laughs> I, I was just thinking, because the Bloody Barons thing... Like, yeah, are, no, is that's... Well, that's, that's it's not not. So yeah. I think the diary then becomes something to do with right. hatred. What is it? Is it hatred or anger or something? Anger. There's wrath. Wrath. wrath and I think that's against all the uh, like he hates the, the mudbloods. mudbloods exactly yeah, right. the hatred of like the people he wants to kill hmm. yeah. um, so we need the cup so the that's cup gluttony. gluttony gluttony obviously exactly, exactly. <laughs> what would be sloth um, the snake is what ended up being the sloth just yeah. by whatever and that's they kind of like something creatures. to do like this yeah. slow slitheriness of it um, and then Harry would have been what's the last one I'm really trying hard to think and I don't remember it something to do with okay wrath and greed lust. is greed greed, greed is one. he wants yeah. to be the only powerful wizard you know he wants to be well, the one well maybe that's him he's he's the seventh piece mm-hmm. so his soul that's in his body would be the greed one because well, he wants to stay alive forever well and it's both right so it's like yeah I guess it represents it represents there how, is they, the how he made it how, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly rather than I guess what those just his personality yeah. in general because like the diadem well because he because yeah see the diadem could be the other greed one it could be it could be either the, the, yeah, it's hard I to like decide. envy for the diadem. Yeah, I think it works. I think, cause, yeah, uh, cause, I don't know. Because greed, because to me, his need to be alone at the top of ruling over wizards, this is and very, like his yeah. lack of wanting friendship and whatever. Yeah, and then he, needed, he couldn't have an equal. Mm-hmm. And then no. he creates the person who could be as powerful as him by trying to stop. Yeah, the, yeah. by being so greedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's true. Yeah, that is very interesting. I mean... I like it. Yeah. Mm. It's a good like fan it. theory. Solid. It's yeah. very like good. It. We should tweet that one into uh, JK sometime and be like, what you think? Yeah. Hey, Take like 18 tweets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> JK, what do you think about all of these? Part one. <laughs> hey, that would be a good little thread that would probably would, yeah. get, get some fans excited. If it hasn't been done already, which I don't I know. I don't know. 
Yeah. I haven't it's seen it. It's the original it. numerology yeah, maybe. with seven is just like so universal. There's so yeah, many different things exactly. that have to do with it. So I think that would be really interesting if anybody, kind of topic to get into as well. Yeah. If anybody has any other ideas about like linking the number seven to other things out in the literary world. But it might go into the... Seven dwarfs. <laughs> dwarfs. <laughs> Voldemort in the seven. Oh God. The dwarf crexes. <laughs> dwarf crexes. They are little. Except for the snail. Uh, okay, Doc is... <laughs> no. Uh, Voldemort's Snow White. He's yeah. so pale. Because they're... Oh, man. Because you can probably connect I those to the this. deadly sins as well. Mm, too much. Too much. <laughs> yeah. All right, back back on to topic. Yes. Not that that wasn't, um, but nice tangent. I like it. Yeah, where it. were we? Um... So, so we were going through chronologically, like yeah, we we sort Dumbledore, of stopped and then we went. Yeah. But Dumbledore figures out. Let's let's assume he has a good theory of Tom made Horcruxes after uh, Chamber of Secrets. Right. Yes, he so definitely knows that. When does he start looking for these memories? I During was the summer. like, does he not? During the summer. Yeah. Because, like, does Laura. he not? <laughs> That's funny. Really look like he only finds the next Horcrux. It, as you said, in the summer before the sixth book. Yeah, yeah because that's he how he, summer he finds the, the ring. Yeah. yeah. So at that point, he's gotten... I never remember that guy's name. Uh, Morphin? No, uh, the wizard who goes to... Bob... Summon Ogden? Ogden. 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 Yeah, Bob Ogden. I was trying I was trying to remember how to say so it. So he's got that memory. We which, love you. Which means he has every subsequent or no, because that memory would lead him to Morphin's memory of the sister right. running off. Right. Yeah, he wouldn't have known. Because Morphin about just the, came out of Yeah, I mean hmm. Because he he mentions that he was trying to get memories from anyone who would remember him, but yeah. very few people were willing to talk. talk yeah. So maybe he has Hepzibah Smith's memory. Well, it's, it's Hokey's memory. Hokey's memory, sorry. Mm. That doesn't sound trustworthy. <laughs> but even that's, that's a big indicator. <laughs> because I think, okay, so here's how I think it goes. Yeah, he, he starts at Tom killing his parents. Yeah. Which is something that I think Dumbledore knows even by the fourth book. Because I think, like, when Harry right. talks about, like, Frank Bryce and, right. like, that... I, oh, I think that he eventually gets back to... Yeah. reads the muggle newspapers. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. And um, so he probably connected the fact that Voldemort's grandparents and dad mysteriously got killed by an obvious Ivata Kedavra mm -hmm. curse uh, when he was still in high school. Okay, so what actually happened? Did he use these deaths to make Horcruxes? Then he finds Bob Ogden, who can talk about, um, you know, Marvolo Gaunt and Morphin Gaunt the and the ring, and then the locket. And then the locket leads him to Borgen and Burks, and then Borgen and Burks leads him to Hepzibah Smith, yeah. which leads him to like, hey, he's got something from Slytherin. He has something from Hufflepuff. He probably wanted something from Ravenclaw, too. I mean, I don't or think Gryffindor. he really got that far, but like, mm -hmm. kind of, yeah, Ravenclaw or Gryffindor. He says, well, he like, kind of starts getting distracted sword, with other things that are exactly. going Exactly. Yeah. Uh, right. He's like, the sword, I think, is the only thing of Gryffindors that was and ever. Other than the and sorting hat. Well, he said it was... Oh, true. But he said he said he knew for sure that the Gryffindor sword was safe. And you know what I, I, I only just thought about was that, like, 
So uh, this has been always a weird thing to me is like, why is it that the sorting hat mysteriously has this connection to the sword where you pull it out and whatever? And I, I guess agree. it's like, it's a little weird, but I think it's, it's because, uh, it was Gryffindor's sword and Gryffindor's hat. Maybe the right. hat was so enchanted. Maybe Gryffindor to, set it up that way. Yeah. Like it was a magical hat to begin with. Mm. So he would never lose his sword. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that, then no one else could steal like, his sword from weird, him. Weird, weird yeah. sheath, man. Yeah, yeah, like I would never just have been hide like, it in your hat. I know it's a very pointy object. Near <laughs> You're just your walking brain. through security yeah. at the airport. Maybe and like, not, sir. We're gonna need you to remove your broadsword, <laughs> sir. Yeah, in the airport, we can see it. <laughs> so yeah, so I know Dumbledore says that he's been trying to find out as much as he can about Voldemort for years at the time of like the Slughorn memory discussion. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like, what is Dumbledore doing book two? And book he's six? gotten Slughorn's memory as well, the fake one. Mm. Yeah. Which doesn't tell him that there's Horcruxes. But well, we don't know when he, he got that. He may true. have just got that in the sixth book. He, he didn't yeah. seem to have a connection with Slughorn. I mean, he didn't mention it to Harry. <laughs> Not that he would have, but, no. well, you know, Slughorn it's hard to tell. did teach at Hogwarts for a yeah, while, they, so they, yeah. they had a relationship. That's yeah. true. I'm sure, like, I, I don't think the wizarding community is huge, so I'm sure he would have run into him a lot, especially being that Slughorn is such a collector yeah. of hmm. people. No, they were definitely pals, or, well, pals as much as teachers might be pals. Um, but Teachers can't have friends. No. Um, but Prove us wrong, Aaron. <laughs> Prove us wrong. <laughs> And then I guess, like, Slughorn, in the back of his mind, was running because he thought, like, I know that Tom was interested in horcruxes. I'm afraid for my life. I agree, mm. but I think he's also hiding from Dumbledore because I think he's already given up the fake memory before he even comes back to Hogwarts. Yeah, I oh, think you're right. True. I think you're right. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, they probably, like, met at a pub or something, and then he gave up that memory. Right. Should have well, got him drunker like Harry yeah. is. Because that's why Dumbledore Felices. wanted him at, at Hogwarts. To protect to, him. To, and, well, to find that real yeah. memory, yeah. Because yeah. he knew there was a fake one there. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think that's safe to say that he found all these memories. Hmm. He, like, just did his research real thoroughly for at least from book two to book six. Right. But... The thing that surprises me is he didn't talk to the ghosts, that he didn't talk to the Grey Lady. Because if he knew at the point him and Harry are talking about this, that it's something from Gryffindor or something from Ravenclaw, can't figure out which, he suspects that Tom tried to hide something in the school when he came back to ask for the job. Yeah. Like, why didn't he look around Hogwarts a little deeper? Yeah. I think, I think the ghosts are brain. underutilized. It's, it's yeah. just like he's got so much going on. Like, it's there's shit in the pensieve. He's got, like, shit going on up in his own brain. He's got his, like, eight million jobs. Yeah. And, and maybe she's never told anyone that she's the... Uh, that she's Ravenclaw. I think there could also be an oversight on his part. She told Tom. Not thinking. Other than Tom and eventually Sorry, Harry. Sorry, go on. Laura. No, that that's true, though. Uh, like, when would Albus Dumbledore have had a conversation with her? But that's exactly it. Like, I, why wouldn't he Because she's a very reclusive ghost, ghost. And he's like... He's, Maybe he he's seems like polite. a star player. Like kind of, like he's very into. He would have been very into his studies. He would have been like. Yeah. Well, that's something that also like Harry talks Ooh, about yeah. about even about the room of requirement is like Dumbledore didn't really find out about it yeah. until I guess Dumbledore's army happened, mm-hmm. and then it was like oh they were meeting there oh you mean the chamber pot room what the hell yeah. Yeah. but like I mean maybe he did know about it we we don't really know for sure that was one of those things where Harry was like. 
Tom Riddle and I found it because like we were bad kids. Yeah. Albus Dumbledore was a fucking goody yeah. two shoe dude. He was yeah. like, yeah, like you said, a star student. He was like writing papers, papers and shit. Transfigurations mm-hmm. today. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you know, while he was in Hogwarts, like that's, that's like a next level Hermione. And yeah. Hermione, imagine Hermione if she didn't have the influence of Harry mm. and Ron. Yeah. She would have like, when she first started there, she was like, I am going to keep my nose so fucking clean. Like, <laughs> don't even... Like, she was rules, rules, rules. And mm-hmm. maybe Dumbledore was the same way. He didn't find out about the Chamber of Secrets, which is also a little crazy. Like, I mean, he knew it was a real thing because he was there before when it was open. But, yeah, you know, that like, he yeah. was just so straight and narrow that, like, he, his focus... Yeah. That's the thing, too. Like, his time is very much taken yeah. up. Right. And what do you think this is a priority? Like, he's but, not omniscient. Nah. If he were, like a lot of these things would have been solved different. way earlier on, and the, and and the story like, would be about Dumbledore. Not and about what Harry fun Potter. would that be? Yeah, right. It'd be like solved in two minutes. And you're yeah. like, that's a fun book. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think we also touch on that in our Dumbledore episode way yeah. back when, when we're just kind of like, it's it just proves the point that even the adults who you put so much like trust and stock in to mm. have all the answers, they no. just don't. Everyone's figuring it out as yeah. they go. Something I do like about the the setup, it wasn't like a Horcrux shows up in each yeah. separate story. Like I, I like that agree. it wasn't like creature yeah. or Horcrux of the book kind of right. thing. Like yeah. it's just like it's something that happened in the second one, and like for its own purposes, it was like story got solved it's fine and then they moved on to something totally different for the third and totally different for the fourth and then suddenly Voldemort's a real threat again and then that's when all this Horcrux stuff starts mm-hmm. but not even right away because they're still dealing with the fact that Voldemort is back and, and no one believes anyone and yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. then it's like it's they're just fighting six and seven about like all this stuff happens with, yeah. and there's so many of them and uh yeah. yeah, it is Super like fun. yeah. I do really appreciate that mm-hmm. that it's not like oh okay one for every book. I get yeah. it, and you know this and is the one fact of the that things- it's also incomplete. Like he didn't get the sword. Yeah, yeah. I, and also like a lot of people discount the second book. A lot of people don't like it. It's probably really? like from the people I've talked to, it's a lot of people's least favorite book. Really, mm. but like when you think about it, like it has probably the most significant Set plot. <laughs> But it's it's super important, and a lot of people dismiss it. So, ups yeah. for you, second book. <laughs> yeah, yeah it feels good. better. <laughs> so much important info about early Tom Riddle. Um, yeah, that's a fascinating thing, though, to me, too, is that Dumbledore was suspicious of Tom at that time when the yeah. chamber was originally open. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't... He didn't really do anything, do anything he doesn't about it. first. That's he, like, Dumbledore waits until you are proven guilty yeah, before he does anything. True. Yeah. Which is admirable, but also, like, maybe... Trust them guts, boy. Maybe, like, <laughs> like could have said say some something. Gryffindor. Yeah. Maybe yeah. say something. If you see something, say And, like, yeah. could have <laughs> saved Hagrid from being Ugh. expelled and not allowed to use a wand? I know. I mean, he did sort of save Hagrid. <laughs> he didn't have Hagrid, the clout at that point, I think point, he was think. playing the long con, too, because he wanted to see what else he would That's do. Because maybe he was waiting to catch him red-handed. Wait. Okay. At the time, Dumbledore was fighting Grindelwald. Wasn't he? Uh, during during Tom's time at school? Yeah. When the Chamber oh, of Secrets was open last, it was in right. 1943? 42? 43? I thought Grindelwald I happened during the 30s, though, wouldn't it? Well, he rose to power, but they said that the big battle between Grindelwald and, right. and Dumbledore was 1945, and that's like, why it coincides oh, with the end of World War II. Right. Yeah. So maybe he had bigger yeah, fish to fry, and he's like, yeah. um, I'll get back to you. I don't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> <and> <laughs> the next fantastic beast. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh my god, maybe we'll see Young Tongue Riddle. Oh, we oh, definitely so will. Just the really kid excited. who played him like in the Six movie so. flashback. Oh, he was so chill. Oh man, if he's old enough by then. Well, oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, he'll be, he'll be too old by then. But yeah, oh, that, that kid was Fucking so hell. good. I'm very excited. Thank it's so exciting. Me. Slightly off course, maybe, but I just want to talk a little bit more in depthly about the Horcrux in Harry's head. Because that is fascinating yes. how much looking back you're like oh this could have all been affected because harry had voldemort inside of him yeah. like well, all of these yeah. different things the biggest him. fan theory is that that's why the dursleys oh, are the way they not are good i don't i, I don't like agree it. with that i agree that that, that he influenced with no because they're not it? close to him yeah. they're not they're well, not close it, enough where it could affect them and 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 the other people who are close to harry aren't exactly affected that's one of the things yeah, that it is it. and the fact that Petunia was a bitch beforehand. Well, Before. and yeah. Vernon. He, and they, Vernon, and yeah. Dudley, yeah. well, like, the whole like, no. first chapter of Harry Potter, it sh- sets them up as yeah. being horrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Vernon was, like, yelling at people on the phone and feeling really good about it. And, like, Dudley weirdos. was, like, throwing yeah. his food. And he's like, ha, 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 yeah. little tyke. And yeah, they had, like, yeah. crazy normal pride. Yeah. yeah like, like and them. They'd be the type of people who would be like, why isn't there a straight pride? Or, like, yeah. Yeah. Why is it a white history matter? Yeah. Yeah. That's the they're reason. the we'll ultimate Brexiters, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> the ultimate Brexiters. Um, but they put something too on true, too true. about why Vernon hates Harry and it's because of an interaction with James. And he hated James. Oh. And there's a parallel between like Snape and How interesting. Like, I mean when I talk him. about But I think in ways that Harry is very affected by the Horcrux in his head. Well, clearly when he's going through his like fifth year hormone shit and Voldemort's like trying to attack him with his brain and whatever. Um, like yeah, he gets real moody because mm-hmm. of the Horcrux. But then also I don't think that personally I think a lot of it is PTSD. Teen. I yeah. don't and think also, a lot like being like, a teenager. Yeah. Yeah, and be, yeah the hormones. Also just like being universally hated. Yeah. yeah. No none of us can speak to that. That's that was, like, like so damaging. Definitely. But in the magical world. But I think horrible. the moments where it's the Horcrux acting is when he feels unexplicably angry, wants to kill Dumbledore sure. and those oh, moments. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Those are So in, it comes out. Yeah, for sure. Um but then also, so, so like, the parcel tongue is the horcrux. Mm-hmm. I, I remember hearing a theory. I think it was, I just read about it, unless I made it up. But I'm pretty sure I read <laughs> about it. Was his, uh, this was before the seventh book came out, that his glasses were because of the bad vision. Oh, yeah, yeah. From the soul <laughs> resting on a that. part of his brain. Yeah, and then, it's like, it's a tumor? That's yeah. why it can't be magically fixed. And they thought <laughs> that, like, at the end of the seventh book... Know, he wouldn't need to wear he glasses, need anymore. glasses anymore. But that doesn't make sense. Well, they always say that he has his that. mother's eyes, but his father is the one who wore the glasses. Hmm. Um, what other ways? I think that obviously when Harry is first sorted and mm. like he has the, hey, you do well in Slytherin. Yeah. By the way. Because there's a Slytherin soul inside. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like he really was, you know, mm. bifurcated. And that does maybe like cause a lot of issues and like maybe that is one thing about okay i'm sorry this is such a tangent they had a study mm-hmm. on um uh, people who had epilepsy one of the ways to fix it was to like sever the corpus callosum which is what connects your left and right brain together and without that the left and right brain don't communicate with each other they still function perfectly well but if you so they have different like uh processing power the right brain processes uh visuals but you can't 
speak through like so they often like would show the right side of your brain because they show it to the left eye and that connects to the right side of the brain so they show it to your left eye like a picture of a coke and someone would pick up a coke and they're like well why did you do that and they're like oh i was thirsty like they don't understand Uh, it it's like two halves of your brain that Mm. can't communicate to each other so maybe that's like what the souls were until like Voldemort started like breaking in to be like hey I'm taking control this is my brain now I'm gonna fuck with you also how the hell did the sorting hat not be like yo I've sorted this asshole before (laughs) oh wait there's another asshole in here why are there two assholes in this kid (laughs) Harry Potter I have two assholes <laughs> Rebrand no. Philosopher's Stone. Yeah, oh, why are there two assholes? Door? The boy who lived with two assholes. Oh, oh Craig. I mean, so that's sad, a good yeah. point. Why didn't the Sorting Hat know? Or maybe it did, and it was like Psst, Dumbledore. Guess what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Does Dumbledore just put on the Sorting Hat and be like, like "Hey, guys, tell me about hot. all the problems." Okay, now <laughs> dish. Yeah, right now you're like, "What's <laughs> the hot gossip? <laughs> what have all these kids been up to?" <laughs> That's kind of like Moody with his eye, though. <laughs> a little yeah. bit, that, but like that better. That hat is reading into their deepest, darkest secrets. It's like a yeah. background check for all the kids at Hogwarts. <laughs> like, what have they been up to? Well, if you get them too young much. enough, you can steer them in the towards the right path. It's true. And hope that they walk down. Too it. much power. I think Dumbledore's afraid of that. Yeah, afraid of that shit. Yeah. It might be. Yeah, he's he shies you away. Sh- you should have to. He does um, not trust himself. No. You should have to have an exit interview upon <laughs> leaving Hogwarts, where you put the hat back on. Right. And it's like, oh, I made the right choice. You're a brainy Ravenclaw, and you'll yeah. go on to great things. Or right. I fucked up. And then the hat can use that data to do it better yeah. next time. Yeah. yeah. Hat. Algorithm learning. Yeah. <laughs> and then he can hat write a song for each student. <laughs> okay. Because he's much. got plenty of time. <laughs> this is a thought. Tell me your thought. This Tell is just the way thought. everything I'm <laughs> contributing. Show me the thoughts. It's free fluid. Free fluid. Like, just like. Free, free fluid. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> yuck, yuck, I don't yuck, want yuck, any yuck. free fluid. <laughs> and I mean, somehow you just made it gross. No. <laughs> your handlebar <laughs> mustache is showing. So. God damn it. Harry. <laughs> okay. So Horcruxes can't be killed except. Can't be destroyed except for very powerful means. Right? Mm. Yeah. So. Harry, powerful all of girls. these years, Boo. he survives all these random things, like Ooh, adventures, because dang. he's a Horcrux, and they can't kill him because he's too powerful or whatever. This part How? of him is too... Interesting. You know? So the only times he possibly yeah. could have been killed was when Voldemort himself kills the piece of him, or... The Basilisk. The Basilisk could have killed him, but, but the Fox Phoenix saved there. him. But why didn't the He's always in danger. just kill the Voldemort danger. part? The uh, host or whatever of the Horcrux is the thing that is destroyed by the more powerful thing. Okay. Right? Yeah. So That's true. The host. Yeah. So they did to... say it's the opposite of a soul. It's yeah. like you have to destroy the body to it's destroy like the turtle the yeah. for the soul. Yeah. 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 You want to kill the turtle, you got to get through the shell. Yeah. So if Harry right? walked yeah. into a sense? fire uh, other dumb? than fiend fire, would he yeah. not die? Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Like, like He's in such danger throughout the series, but through his own means and luck and other people, he is saved. So it's the double protection of his mom's protection and this Horcrux stuff. And I think it's less about, like, he physically can't be harmed if somebody, like, cuts him with a sword. Well, he loses all the bones. That magic, that magic, like, just 
almost works like Felix Felicis, where it like helps yeah. him get out of situations in a more lucky way. So like the fiend mm. fire is in, like in licking around, and then it's just like, oh, I got you, girl. Yeah. I see you got a little evil in there. I'll leave you alone. Yeah. Well, no, I just no. like the no, horror fiend finder. Sorry, the fiend find what? <laughs> fiend finder. Try again. Fiend finder. <laughs> <laughs> that would be sexy the fiends fire. in your area. <laughs> would destroy him because it yeah. destroyed the diadem. Yeah. Yeah, it would it would have destroyed him, but like normal fire. Yeah. So like the dragon. He so like the dragon, for example. Yes, the yeah. dragon's a good example where. Well, maybe the dragon would be powerful. He never it. like Daenerys Stormborn this shit. Yeah. Like he never yeah. was like I want well, no, and that, no, the and fire. I'm so lucky. I'm saying the opposite <laughs> is the Horcrux. Horcrux has this magical way of getting him out of situations that puts it in danger and like protects him in this way. That's what I think. Because, like, okay, imagine the Horcrux with the locket when he's yeah. in the pond. The Horcrux Pulling tries to kill yeah. Harry, basically, to protect itself. Yeah. And that's what the Horcrux in Harry's brain so is doing. So why isn't, because it's uh, the Horcrux of Voldemort. Because it's Horcrux versus Horcrux. No, but, like, why in oh, general was it not trying... I guess it would destroy itself. You get yeah. your brain yeah. is melting. Okay. Wait, wait, was, the, <laughs> was the locket trying to get out of the water and in doing so kind of drag Harry back out with it? No, it was trying to get away from the sword. It was trying, to, it was trying to kill him because it sensed its imminent doom. Yeah. Yeah. Would it, would it's it like the ring escaping from Golem. I know. Another piece of itself in Harry, though. But I think that's okay. Because it, maybe you could it sense like, threatened. hey, this Horcrux has gone rogue. I'm going to kill it. Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, to be fair, it's Voldemort's soul. So pretty They're much so every shattered. piece of Voldemort's soul is going to be like, no, me. Me, 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 me. Well, so like if it came to sacrificing another piece of his <laughs> self. really true. He would probably yeah, be no. like, fuck you. And like push the ring into the lava or something. I don't even I don't think know. they know because Voldemort didn't even know when his diary was yeah. destroyed. Yeah, it yeah. did say like they were... Apart for too long. And this is where so the movies split. really differ from the books is because in the movies, Harry could sense the Horcruxes. He could oh. start to hear it. Remember when he was in the vault and it was like, Shia, right. Right. like Baggins. No, but that was in like in the vault and he was like the, the, the cup, cup, the Hufflepuff yeah. cup. Oh. And he knew that was where it was. And yeah. Hermione, that's why she was like able to put it together in the movies because oh, she was yeah. like, I could know there's a way that you could hear it or whatever. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I think that what you said may have merit. Like, maybe they don't know Yay, about each other. Yeah, have merit. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But, like, maybe they don't know. Wait, maybe it's a combo. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Laura yeah. might have merit. Um, sorry. Yet um, to be determined. But so, so, yeah, they might, um, they might not know about each other, like you said. But... Even if they did, I think yeah. that they would yeah. act in a very selfish manner, like the yeah. Horcrux they would did in the think second that they're book. They're like yeah. the copy. Like Tom like, Riddle was like, I'm "Fuck it, one. I am going to manifest." Like he wasn't like, "I must find Voldemort and be reconnected." It was like, yeah. "No, me now, yeah, me. Yeah. I'm yeah. the one." And yeah. he was like, "I'm going to steal this little girl's Essence. energy, and then I'll be a full person yeah. again." Right. So well, because yeah, that, that he was, was like, he didn't give a fuck. That was the first Horcrux. It's true. So it was the strongest. It was literally half of Voldemort. Oh, how interesting. Oh, interesting. Every single Horcrux after that gets so significantly that's less That's why Harry isn't yeah. so Powerful? evil because he's... Well, I he's guess Nagini, Nagini was after... Yeah, Nagini is the smallest Harry, piece. Yeah. Harry, but like he's the second smallest piece of Voldemort's soul. Yeah, yeah. very oh, delicate interesting. little... Well, interesting. that goes into something else, though. Like, what happens is it is a soul like this vessel that 
if you take half of it out, does the other half like expand s- like expand a gas? No, because <laughs> what like, they say is it makes it so like unstable. unstable. Yeah. yeah, so it must be like like really delicate and like it doesn't re-strengthen or whatever. No, it doesn't re-strengthen. No, but, but it might. Well, that might be what makes it weak or or unstable is that it has the same. I, I guess if we're gonna talk about a, a gas like filling a chamber, yeah. it has the same amount of mass. It's just farther. The atoms are farther apart. Right. Yeah. So maybe it's just that's why it. it's weaker. And, but then but every then time you split it, it it's like weaker and weaker and weaker and weaker. But it stronger. still fills the whole thing. Yeah. Mm. And it gets filled as you progress since you made that horcrux you change as a person you get new memories and new experiences and stuff so your soul would not heal but it would change so wait what do you mean you get new memories and stuff well because the soul you leave in say the book oh, right doesn't did, doesn't yeah. know anything of a, what happened after Voldemort it learned yeah, through right. like he's an old what happened right. that's true right. he's a teenage soul yeah yeah he's Teenagers. like photoshop too <laughs> Voldemort's like CS6. Okay, here's a big problem <laughs> to me. How did yeah, nerd. how did Voldemort yeah. make a Horcrux when he didn't have a body? How did he make a Horcrux in a Nagini? Or did he do it after he came back? It would have been after after he came the back. fourth book. No, no. He, I mean, he he had Nagini at the beginning of the fourth book, but he had that weird little body. But, but what, he might not so, have. But what? Yeah, exactly. Oh, and oh he, he was did possessing yeah. like other creatures before he found Quirrell. Yeah, but he because he was just an abstract soul, he could go in and out of yeah. hosts. Yeah, it was once uh, Wormtail did whatever he had to do to make him into the baby Voldemort. <laughs> Yeah, you're. I think you're it right. would have it been after, after he, he got his body powerful again. Yeah, it makes sense because he had Nagini with him, but that didn't mean she was already. A she was just there what, for me. Yeah, exactly. She was just the snake that he was friends with. So Dumbledore says, <laughs> Ew, "Did you just say she was there for milk?" Yeah, that is yeah. true. You need to milk they, Nagini. They milked Nagini, but that's the venom. To keep it's him the venom, in his right? It's not like it's not little little tits. Katie's gesture right now is obscene. Little tits, <laughs> little teeth tits. Yeah, like tiny um, little snakes. Like she's making little raptor clothes. I, so I can't. Frank Bryce can't. was the death <laughs> that he used to create the Horcrux. Or Bertha. No, well, I don't that's think what so. that's what Dumbledore said because he didn't realize he only had uh, five Horcruxes when he went to go kill Harry, and Harry was going to be his sixth because he wanted significant deaths. Yeah. And so then, so when he kills Harry, he doesn't realize that he has a sixth Horcrux anyway now. Yeah. And so then he thinks he needs to still make another Horcrux. So he makes Nagini. So, so yeah, but he, he has to do it when he can hold a wand. So yeah. when he has that little baby body. <laughs> baby body. <laughs> little baby body. Little baby body. So I think Frank Bryce was, because Wormtail killed Bertha Jorkins. Yeah. Oh, that's true. And so Frank Bryce was like the only death he had possible to him And the, the only op around was so Nagini. that means he had <laughs> what is going on I'm sorry I just thought of like a weird combination like when you know in, in the rest development when they have that episode where they keep like spinning the chairs that aren't spinners oh, yeah. and, like when Voldemort they're like spin me around world <laughs> it's not a spinner <laughs> and then he like kills oh. Frank Bryce <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but so that means when he went to kill Harry, he had the object he wanted to make into the Horcrux then. I or guess can you so. like 
does your soul split and then you're like you can siphon it off at any point yeah is it like, like a pensive a like yeah. before it before it heals maybe it can heal well yeah it no can, it can heal. no it can heal through um re- remorse 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 right oh, yeah. Um, well, yeah maybe he, it can move between objects we know that so yeah. maybe he could have because I mean, a lot of us we don't have the choice for remorse, so you'd need to have the object on hand to be like, okay, soul, get in there, and then you don't mm. risk like going home and feel shitty. But maybe he would have planned to find something like at the house that was like signified Harry Potter or the Potters maybe. or something. The or, death of the Potters. Yeah. Um. And the and he was in Godric's Hollow, so maybe he thought there could be something that was significant yeah, to oh, Gryffindor there true. when Voldemort was attacked by his own curse it did really just like fuck off and but like it just like went to harry because it was like i'm gonna go now okay yeah 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 so So if it it worked perfectly then maybe he would go home and be like shit i gotta find something to put this in right he could have just like put it in a temporary thing until he like i i feel like once it's in an object it's there for good no because because voldemort moved around right that's just yeah. him, his... Like, and, he's being piece, tied by the other Horcruxes. He is not himself a Horcrux. He is just a piece of whatever is left of his soul. Mm-hmm. So he is, is less Quirrell than Is Quirrell a Horcrux ghost. when he's no. in... Are you Quirrell sure? is not a Horcrux. I think he, he is just being be. possessed by oh, Voldemort. Quirrell died. Yeah, okay. because... Yeah, he was I think that like, a human form can house two parts of the soul. Like, obviously, because... Mm. Harry does it. Quirrell yeah. does yeah. it. Mm. Two assholes. It's based two assholes. <laughs> two but like in Voldemort, like if it had worked correctly, and he was like, "I'm about to get down for a little baby," and then um, <laughs> little baby, <laughs> and then With he has nourish. like two little two little Voldemort souls yeah. inside his oh. body. I feel like that would be very similar to what happened to Harry eventually, and what would happen to Quirrell. It's like that would be fine until he's like pensive by yes like not you're right because killing splits the soul anyway and then you do the spell to create the horcrux from your broken soul yeah yeah so he would have that's that's what they say is that so he kill a broken yeah he'd be like a shattered piece like a little cheesecloth of soul yeah like one thousand tiny little voldemort so maybe there are I mean, I feel like we could talk about this forever. Well, so let's much. do the fan theories real yes. quick. Yeah. I would love to hear some of these. Yeah. So, there's one that Harry has created a Horcrux, and that's why he can't die. What? And his Horcrux is Fox. And On purpose? No. Oh. It's when he... I don't think oh, animals yeah, the, count. The theory was that um, well, the basilisk at, venom had mean, killed him, and Fox bringing him back... Uh, no, it was him something. killing the basilisk. Yeah, I, I don't think animals oh. count either. Yeah. The killing an animal kind of splitting Because technically he killed Quirrell. Yeah, but there was nowhere but for the soul. He wouldn't have ensouled anything at that point. Ensouled. <laughs> yeah. Well, so maybe that it was one just kind of falls apart around, Two Harrys and Voldemort. Maybe. And, and even JK tweeted out the idea of that anyone believes this is strangely upsetting to me. Yeah. Which is kind of funny. Because well, I think that one was actually in response to uh, Fox being Dumbledore's Horcrux. No, this what? was completely oh separate. God. And then there is I was like half reading theory. it on his phone while I was back, so I'm probably that, going to That was another That's theory, fair, yeah. and it, it falls apart pretty quick because mm-hmm. it's completely out of character 
for Dumbledore to want to have yeah, anything yeah. to do with Horcruxes. Yeah, it's um, too dark. There's another one beyond reading about them. I don't think he would get that academic. Like maybe he's not afraid of death. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Dumbledore would be strictly like academic about it. He would never. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, that's I why mean, he I restricted. That's why it, he yeah. wanted. Yeah, go went for the Hallows instead because it's like I don't have to kill anybody. I mean, yeah. except for Sword of the Elder Wand. Yeah, but no, because he knew that you could just win it because he didn't kill Grindelwald. Yeah, it's true. You don't mm. have to kill him. There's another fan theory. Uh, it falls apart also pretty quick about how Horcruxes are made and how uh, it's not just the killing, but also cannibalizing Ooh, the victims. What? No. Going back to like... No! Mm-mm. No! Well, it falls apart immediately when you think yeah. of Harry. He didn't cannibalize Harry, and Harry is He's a... a horror horror Delicious yeah. little baby, so... <laughs> and he didn't cannibalize his his parents. parents. Like, they would have found and his grandparents. that. Yeah, yeah because that, that the was remains. a whole thing. Like, they were completely unblemished, but they were dead. Yeah, yeah. So they looked like they died of fear. Come on. Yeah. Unless like, he ate some of their hair or some polyjuice yeah. potion Ugh. crap. Why do people have weird, like... Fascinations with cannibals. See, that one bugs me way it. more than it. the one yeah. JK yeah, that didn't was like. Gross! Yeah. I didn't like that at all. Um, I veto your fan theory, anonymous yeah. person. Sorry. No, I truly think <laughs> the reason yeah, Harry so couldn't so die funny. is because he had this doubled up. I mean, he had he doubled up protection, yeah, mm. of being a Horcrux <laughs> and his mother. The best fan theory is uh, not really anything to do with the story. It's just JK created a horcrux <laughs> with each book sh- she wrote so harry potter would live forever and oh. uh so she makes one each time and then someone said someone tweets or whatever oh, this yeah, was through like this this was really like sweet until i thought of the fact that if this were true she would have to kill a person to create each one but then someone else says how else do you explain dumbledore snape fred lupin tonks hedwig and dobby Mm. Except they, so they the all se- happened in the seven. It was backed up, so she had to kill these right, characters seven. that um, meant something to the yeah. story. That is pretty, but see, she feels remorse. You know, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So they, they would all would, be broken. They'd be healed. She does yeah. apologize for a death a every year. Yeah. yeah. When? Yeah. What? What day is that that she does it? Is it I the think same it's day the anniversary of the Battle of Hogwarts? Oh, right. You're right. Mm. This She's year, run it out. Snape. I think. She's got to start uh. taking page from George R. R. Martin. So she can just keep it going. <laughs> what, I mean, just kill more killing <laughs> Craig, no. <laughs> Not Craig, encouraged. No. <laughs> but I, most Those of the fan theories sure. just fall apart really quick if you look into them yeah. at all. But yeah. if you've got any that oh, we yeah, should yeah. check out that maybe hold up a little better, send them our way. Yeah. Let us know. Mm. What was that? Let us know. I yawned halfway through. Sounds yeah. like you're falling. <laughs> Maybe Isn't I am. She? They can't see. <laughs> we just start describing. Be more <laughs> you should start falsely describing what people are doing. Habitat. Oh my god, Jamie just flipped over a table and ran out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> While making With gun noises. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, don't do Foley, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not good at it. <laughs> we have Ludo for that. Yeah. Do burpees. I don't know. Don't do it. Never mind. Oh, stretching. Thank you, Dave. Stretch. All right. On that note. Yeah, I think we've killed this topic. (laughs) Yeah. Let's put our soul in the segments. (laughs) 
right, so I have one that is ridiculously hard. Oh. And I have one that's pretty easy. Okay. We can start with the easy and do the ridiculously hard, or we can start with ridiculously hard and do easy. easy. Jamie's here. Ridiculously hard. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. You're going to hate me so much. Probably. Oh I All never right. get them right anyways. It's fine. <clears throat> Who said it and in which book? Okay. Harry? Oh, come on. This is Fodor all over again. This isn't even real. It's true. Okay. What would you pick? Harry with a question mark, I'm guessing. Harry? Ron book two. <laughs> That's a good guess. You're Ron book two, okay. I'm guessing you're thinking um, Polyjuice Potion. Um, no? Oh. <laughs> I was thinking in the bathroom stall. I was thinking in the uh, forest, actually. Oh. But... Yeah, I don't know. That's a good one. Yeah, I'm getting confused with the movie now. Yeah, like, that's that's where um, I get tripped up. If it helps, I'm saying it in like the correct tone of voice. Say it it's again, female. Harry. I still I still say Ron just because they're often alone together, and it's dark. So maybe he's like, "Is that you, bro?" <laughs> That's my reasoning. Imagine you replaced every time like they said Ron or Harry with bro. Ginny. Fuck. Six? <laughs> I'm guessing. It's Ginny Book Six. I think Luna hmm. Book. Ridiculously hard, as advertised. Rude. I know. <laughs> Seven. Luna book seven. Ten points to Slytherin. Lupin book three. Oh, damn. Yeah. When he's walking by his office and Lupin goes, Harry? Oh, oh God. Do you know? Fuck you. Yes. <laughs> That's okay. Slytherin needs points. Slytherin needs points. That's yeah. basically why I did it. I'm like, I need to stump these dudes because Slytherin needs the points. Okay, so here's here's an easier one. a low blow Again, there, Slytherin. Who's <laughs> it's my Slytherin part. <laughs> Succeed no matter what. So here's here's an easier one. Never. In all my time in Hogwarts. Okay, if you know it, for sure, you go last. Okay. So as not two. I think I know it. I don't actually know. I would say 85%. I would say about 80 as well. I'm going to say McGonagall book two. McGonagall book one. I was going to say McGonagall book one. Oh, because I, I was thinking I think it was after the, the car. I thought it mm. was... After she sees Harry die for the remem- remember roll, I, I was going after the uh, troll in the dungeon. Oh yeah, yeah the other that, thing that I was thinking it could uh, be is stern. when she finds him them in the halls with Norbert, or after they deliver Norbert. Yeah, true. Uh, That's what I was possibly. Katie, option B. Ten points to Hufflepuff. Yeah. Ten points to Gryffindor. Five, five points to Ravenclaw. Half points. Woo. Yes! <laughs> so it is McGonagall book one. It is after the Remember All. Okay. Oh, because I, I, I thought she was mad. I always get messed up because sure. of the movie. Yeah, they need it. <laughs> Five points. Five more points. All right, good so that one. was okay. Ended yeah. on a good yeah. note, right, guys? I feel a little better. Yeah. yeah. Good old <laughs> Professor Quizzle. So we're going to give Ravenclaw ten more points oh, because yeah. we have a suggestion for oh. Castaway from Shay. Fish like Shay. the butter. Like the butter. She she wrote that in for yeah. for pronunciation <laughs> yeah, purposes. Yeah. And thank you, by the way, because we are notoriously bad at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone um, spell phonetically, please. Everything. Her suggestion is a staple of American films, Morgan Freeman. 
Dumbledore. Yeah. Dumbledore. 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 Yeah. Um, I'm thinking. Oh my god. Uh, because that's amazing. Imagine. That's amazing. Um, somebody Lestrange. Oh, because not not to like pigeonhole it in a person of color needs to play someone that's already been established as yeah, a person Lita of Lestrange. color. Yeah, Lita, Lita Lestrange. Lita Lestrange's dad or something. Mm. Or she's a, ancestor of someone. Hen- no, wait. Not well, it's played by... Uh, Lita Lestrange's... Uh, Zoe Kravitz. Kravitz yeah. is yeah. what I was trying to say, and I said Hendrix. <laughs> but, <laughs> musician. But, a little bit different, <laughs> but I understand. But that means and he could be player. in the upcoming Fantastic Beasts. That would be Beasts. so much fun. He's pretty old now, though. What he is and can he do uh Ooh, what about British Rufus accent? Grimjor? Yes. Damn. I thought about that oh. and I still don't like it. He's too similar. Better than to Bill Nye. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm sorry. I, I like Bill I like Nye, but it's so just like he's just Bill Nye. I can't yeah. he was, read him as a character. He was a little bit too much. The ministry remains strong. It's like it's the weird oh. uh, Yeah, it's the, the yeah. ticks and the Davy Jones. Yeah. 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 Stuff a bit that too comes much. Um, but I do love him. Yeah. But, also, you know, just Harry's inner dialogue would be oh fucking amazing. God. I was going to say the narrator <laughs> like pull back and do like a different style of it just like yeah, kind of read, like, yeah, read the paragraph that like opens up the book. <laughs> As like the movie's playing, it's just like on Privet Drive. Blah, blah, but like blah. an audiobook oh, by man. Morgan Freeman would be amazing. Yeah, like yeah. I, I wouldn't necessarily there, right? jump ship. I would still listen to the Stephen Fry ones. But yeah. if Morgan Freeman was up for it, that is a gravelly, you. beautiful voice that oh, I would yeah. love it. to listen to. Give oh me man, it. narrate everything. You know, it would also be fun if he like was a version of Professor McGonagall. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. for sure. Yes. Oh, Roy, you know what? Um, Barty Crouch Sr. He'd be way better than that yeah. dude. Oh, yeah. Who was Definitely. the actual Barty Crouch Sr. I, my yeah. my problem with Morgan again. Freeman is it's very difficult. Wow. I'm sure he's done it, but it's very difficult right now for me to imagine him not as this, like, calm, like, collected, like, all-knowing kind of guy. Like, a guy who just, like, sees people for who they really are. Like, yeah. it's just, like, a very, like, hmm, yes, I can get you better than you know. He plays a lot of wise characters yeah. real well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he can also play like he can play that devious side, yeah. where he's like, "Nah, fuck you." Spoiler <laughs> alert! Uh, nah. Wanted. Oh yeah. True. Yeah. He gets his comeuppance. That was such a weird movie. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of really good ones. I think that we talked about this earlier in like one of our many just conversations about recasting and whatever. But like the voice of like Aragog or something Ooh, yes. that would be perfect yes yes, yes. That would like be he's wonderful. so good at voice like work an and like that's like voice. a real like <laughs> you know deep stately older character yeah. which is sort of his yes. typecast right now yeah Ludo Bagman in The Cursed Child oh my god hilarious yes Everyone in the Cursed Child. Everyone, just <laughs> the Cursed Everyone. Morgan Freeman in the Cursed Child. A one-man oh show. That would make me like the Cursed Child. Yes, yeah, so much. Morgan Freeman, do it. <laughs> You're not busy, right? No, no. We've got tons of time, right? I think I think he says yes to every project that comes his way. To be honest, no, He's no, but I'm sure he does. He's probably been asked to like voice over every documentary ever. Probably, yeah. Since March of the Penguins. <laughs> I was like, I need that guy. Yeah. But yeah, I think Dumbledore's the best option. Yeah. Yeah. Dumbledore's a really good option. Dumbledore, I think. 
wonder door. spectacles. Oh, and then sad Morgan Freeman in the in the King's Cross Afterlife. Aww. Aww, Aww. sad Morgan Freeman. I don't want to see him be he's sad. Sa- well, I guess I've he seen is him sad, be sad. Yeah. yeah, no, he's he can be pretty heartbreaking. In um in um jail movie. Oh yeah, Shawshank, Shawshank Redemption. Redemption. Yeah, when he like jail movie. Jail movie. Gold major. How dare you? <laughs> I <laughs> always forget the name of Shawshank Redemption. I have this weird mental block with it. Can't ever remember the yeah, name of it. You did your best. <laughs> I'm sorry for calling you out on it. It's okay. You I got diegetic. To, I diegetic. Yeah. Jail movie. Yes. <laughs> yep. Fuck, that's funny. It's like You're scary movie, date movie, jail, jail movie. movie. <laughs> Oh, you mean Shawshank to be Shawshank production? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Very good. I love that. That's love a really it. good castaway. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Shay. Thank you. Slash Craig for choosing it. <laughs> well, you did. I did. Uh, okay, I'll take the praise then. Good. And Ravenclaw can have their points. Well, thank you. Yay! <laughs> Hurrah. Mm. Laura sings it this time. No. Oh. Wait, I, is it 30 Rock? No. Yeah. <laughs> but, Laura, I think you will especially appreciate this maybe because you've been hankering for it for a while um <laughs> this one is uh characters from other shows that are slytherin oh, i'm so bad at this song <laughs> characters from other shows oh it's so difficult characters from other shows that are slytherin da da it's really difficult i can't do it it's you, complicated well, you did it. however louise belcher from bob's burgers oh. yes Ooh. nice yeah yes this is something that like i think laura said when i first started watching <laughs> bob's burgers you're like she's a slytherin and i was like oh okay research um, <laughs> research uh so this is sponsored by laura <laughs> and yeah. uh, cool. here right. are some clipperoos. Introducing my science fair project for this year. Hold on. Wait, you're turning in the same project again? Will Mr. Blevins let you do that? Yeah, Louise, he's not just a teacher, he's the head of the science fair. He must be swimming in women. Don't worry about Blevins. I can play him like a fiddle. A strange puppy fiddle with a ponytail and a sad butt. Louise, shouldn't you just do a new project like you're supposed to? Why? Um, I don't know, to learn something? You learn something. Okay, honey. Good luck with your volcano. Louise Belcher. Philip Frond. So, you're in trouble again. Drink some cranberry juice. What? No, not you're in trouble. (laughs) You are in trouble. This is the third item you brought this week that's disrupted school. First, it was the fake eyeball. (laughs) Then it was the pinata. And now, the grabber. This goes over Stop here, it. and this goes over Stop here, it, and this Louise. will be here over here. Stop it! You have clearly violated the three gag items in your out rule, <laughs> so I'm going to have to give you detention. Detention? Sure. Worth it. Now I'll just take my grabber back. Uh-huh. And... Also, there's someone here who wants to talk to you. There is? Yes. Me! Distracts his friends on Lorenzo. Oh, no. Why do I disrupt everything? Jeez, where do you get these dolls? The super weird therapy doll outlet? Hey, I made him. I knitted him. You what? <laughs> okay, well, I'm just going to take my grabber and I'll see you in no, detention. No, 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 not so fast. You think I'm just going to give this back to you so you can distract more students? Uh-uh, sister. This is going into my satchel. I'm taking it home. What? Oh, no, it isn't going in your satchel. Going into the satchel. Not going in the satchel. One way to get to a satchel, down. No, round trip, 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 back to my hands. Hold it, have fun. And satchel. 
So you're, uh, not going to get revenge today? No, Louise, I'm not. Okay, got it. Then I won't bring your credit card, which I cut into a ninja star. Oh, you cut my credit card? Into a ninja star! Dad, calm down. I I'll go get her. You get out of here, you hear me? Never look back! You are dead to us! Sorry, Dad, there's no getting through to that one. Thanks, Louise. That was very helpful. She definitely fits into the, uh, the Silurans' comedians kind yeah. of thing, and yeah. she's fucking funny. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Voiced by Kristen Schaal, who is wonderful. Oh. She, I feel like she, like all of her characters in everything, would <laughs> yeah. be Slytherins. It's true. Yeah. She does have a type. Yeah. yeah. Like the one from 30 Rock. 30 Rock is a perfect <laughs> And Slytherin. also... Uh, I mean, Flight of the Concords, maybe yeah. Ravenclaw, but also more Slytherin. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, she's so fucking funny in Flight of the Concords. Uh -huh. If you haven't seen it, please do. Oh my God, I love her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but, Anywho, yes, uh, Louise. Louise that was I a think good everyone one. in that family has like just a wash of Slytherin, Slytherin but then Slytherin their family. secondary trait is right di uh, different. different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, she's she's so like. I think Tina's a Hufflepuff. I'm thinking she's the Ravenclaw and Jean's the Hufflepuff. Yeah? Mm, I don't know. Because she's kind of like the Luna. She's so kind of out there in the ether. True. But she has such a <laughs> moral compass. That's true. Yeah. Most of the things is like her debating whether something's right or wrong, whereas Jean's like, I just want to make music. Yeah. Talking about farts. What about Bob? It's noble. Bob is He's the great. most Bob's Gryffindor, I think. <laughs> Pops a squib. He makes Me. hilarious. No, he's a lovable squib. I no, think Teddy's that, the squib. Yeah. <laughs> Linda would also be a Slytherin. Yeah, I think so, yeah. But anyway, going back to Louise, um, yeah, I think she's a Slytherin because she's, she's like, her thinking is, like, super creative. She's always, like, trying to, like, work around the rules. Like, yeah. yeah. She's like, it how do like I get to my goal? Yeah. And it could be something as stupid as just, like like a random little prank or whatever but she yeah. go, like, it'll take her the whole episode to get there and she <laughs> finally gets what she wants she yeah. spends mm -hmm. way more effort into doing what she wants the way she wants to do it rather than just following the normal path telling her to do something and, yeah. and her pride in like refusing to do it the way that someone wants her to do it she's yeah like, you know, she's definitely rebellious own. like a good old Slytherin yeah Slytherin <laughs> is very rebellious house and um yeah, I just love her. I think she's great. She's so fucking funny. I agree. I mean, a little terrifying. Yeah. But <laughs> I would never want her as a no, child. So scary. So scary. And they're all afraid of her. Yeah. Yes. That was, that was a good episode. It is good. If you guys haven't seen it, go check it out. Yeah. Maybe not the first season. I like the first. Season. I like them all. They're all I great. No. If, if you like The Simpsons, especially the uh, the classic seasons, this is definitely gonna be up your alley yeah I it's, would say it's good it, it's very good I really like it but for me personally I tried to watch the first season and I was like I don't like this show and then I started like in the third season and I was like I do like the show mm. and but that's that's a general transition that happens with me it's like I'll start a thing and I'm like I don't like it and yeah. then I'll just be like ugh try it again Katie and then I do it and I'm like oh right I do like it yeah it took us like three years to become friends for the heart yeah there's a bunch of shows that like get good in the second and third seasons. Like they True. need they need to find themselves. They call that it's the opposite of a jump the shark, and then they call it the Riker's beard, 
because in Star Trek Next Generation, the first season, Riker didn't have a beard, and then the second season on, he has a beard. So it's like, once he has a beard, the show is good. (laughs) That's awesome. So, for all you nerds, there's another thing. Anyway, Slytherin, brought to you by Laura. More so Craig, because Craig got me into it. Brought to you by Craig. Yeah. (laughs) Everything this episode is brought to you by Craig. (laughs) Mary? Buck? Boffakill. 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 We've got Boffa-kill. a weird one. <coughs> so we've chosen... Aren't they all? <laughs> we are... I guess. We're t- going through a children's book to decide <laughs> who we're going to fuck and marry and kill. Yeah. It's always weird. Yeah. Go on. We've chosen three characters that have some relation to the memories that lead to the Horcrux discoveries. So we've got Bob Ogden, who went to the Gaunt House. Hepzibah Smith, who gave up the locket and the cup. And Slughorn, who is a dirty, rotten cheater and modified his memory. Whoa. Rude. Pointed. (laughs) Marry one, boff one, kill one. I would kill Slughorn. How dare you? I think I would... So rude. um, Boff Hepzibah. And I would marry Bob Bogdan. He seems like a stand-up gentleman. Okay. And Hepzibah's soft? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So is Slughorn, by the way. Slughorn? I have a bit of a problem with Slughorn uh, after thinking about the Horcruxes more. Because, like, he could have saved a lot. Like, he could have helped a lot by sucking up his ego and giving Dumbledore this memory fast. You know? Hmm. I don't think he could have averted much. Because I think if uh, if Voldemort didn't get the information from him, he would have found someone else. Yeah, and that's fine. But it was good it was Slughorn that gave it to him because he's like, wait a minute. Yeah. Voldemort, the person who once was Voldemort, knows about this. Dumbledore! And then mm-hmm. my imagination <laughs> that's exactly how it happened in his I like voice. In, in Slughorn's head. mind, he saved the day. Yeah. 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 He could have saved things. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's my yeah. husband you're talking about. Oh. So. Oh. Katie's going to marry a couch. Yeah, boy. <laughs> um, that makes perfect sense. The couch. <laughs> Shut up, Jamie. <laughs> you're not wrong. Um, I'm going to marry the couch. Because the Chesterfield. The Chesterfield. Because he can bring me Felix Felice's all fucking day. True. Yeah, I'm going to have the best day of my life all the time. We get a lot of it's gifts. It's poisonous in... Large doses. It just makes me feel like giddy and reckless. That's yeah. fun. It's like a little birthday treat. He also birthday got a lot treat. of those crystallized pineapples. Or yeah, that's that true. Shit. He's got connections. Mm. Um, and he's soft. <laughs> 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 um, so, yeah, I'll marry Slughorn because, like, I love him very much. Uh, granted, yeah, he could have maybe done something sooner. But, like, Hepzibah also has, like, this house elf that she's, like, shitty with. And she, like, has, like, she sells, like, heirglooms to Morgan and Burks and shit. And, yeah, she buys, but she also sells. I just feel like, also, she's related to Zacharias, who's, like, a fucking piece of shit. (laughs) But, yeah, so I would kill Hepzibah to hopefully prevent Zacharias Smith from happening. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good reason. So, and then I'm going to fuck Bob Ogden because I bet he would be very generous. He would. He seems pretty fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Gotcha>. Um, <laughs> I'm going to kill Hepzibah Smith 
because I I just really don't know anything about her. Yeah, girl. Um, I'm gonna marry Bob Ogden because hopefully we could like settle down somewhere and start Ogdenville and put it oh on my the God. map. <laughs> <laughs> North Haver. <laughs> yeah. Monterey. <sighs> yeah. Brockway. It'll be yeah. nearby. It'll be great. I know nothing about him either, but we'll have a lifetime to get to know each other. Fuck yeah. <laughs> He's got a pretty... Stands up for Muggleborns. Yeah. 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 Stands up for Muggles. Seems like a good Yeah, stand-up fellow. Mm. That's some solid Ministry traits to, to marry into. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this is just for Tess. Uh, I'm going to boff Slughorn for the... Whoosh, Oh, what? and I'm hoping the that she knows what gesture I did. Oh, yeah. she knows. Good. She knows. Ride that mustache. Ride that mustache. Laura, that's very funny. Thank you. I'm glad you went before Craig. <laughs> Me too. Luckily, I'm not stealing any of those jokes. Oh, well, good. <laughs> Killing Bob Ogden. Why? I'm the one who needs to dress like I don't know what muggle clothing is, because that's how I dress right now. Mm-hmm. That's true. That does us. explain it. There's a whole wizarding <laughs> I mean, community of you. I think yeah. that that reason feels a little thin, but I'm, a lot not, of mixed I'm plaids. not arguing with <laughs> Buffing. The, log- sure. logic. the logic. Slughorn. Beak. Uh, oh, you 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 start with the end, and then you work back the yes. reasons. Yeah. Like, you gotta, like, start with the reason and get to the... You're like a McMillan I, I, I really punchline. Don't, I don't have any reason. Like, maybe he could whip up some potions and I could borrow them. Or I don't know. Like For the boffing? Hmm. Yeah, just like a, a steal quickie. Him after you, steal from him after you fuck. Yeah, yeah. why not? Figure out what stuff. potions I stole after. Why not? Uh, but I'm marrying... Guess it for blackmail. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> marrying Hepzibah. Because as we saw with Tom, she knows how to take care of her boy toys. Mm, that's true. Maybe. Yeah. Although All Tom I gotta do is did bring have flowers. to like, yeah, he had to bring flowers and do a lot of flattery. I'm a wizard. I can just zoom with my wand. Do you think there. he was boff bliviating? A boff bliating? No. A boff bliating? A bliviboff? I think he was old enough that she's past the point. She just likes the attention. Past the point of what, Craig? Fucking. Oh, that don't stop. That doesn't happen. No, that doesn't happen. For better or for worse. We should take a survey. Yeah. (laughs) We should take a survey. There are plenty of older people who enjoy the intimacies of sex and all that, but I don't think she would. I think she's She indulges in food. Mm -mm. I think also, like, there is something to what, what you say. I feel like she's more like someone who's like all talk and she really likes to be flattered but yes. in the end of the yes, day she's like no she's you go home a like, rich person yeah. who tell me i'm pretty and then leave yeah. <laughs> when i tell you to leave although like maybe smooches but i feel like she'd be like that's too much work yeah, yeah. i imagine she wouldn't say no to having a little uh what's the male version of like a gold or a gold digger or a trophy it, like a trophy husband trophy oh, a kept yeah. tom tom would kept be man. her tro- she would yeah. be okay with that yeah he's like another trophy oh, for sure. in yeah. her collection that absolutely mm-hmm. that but would like, piss I feel off her like family that would be again like more of a for show slash like yeah. making her feel better so like, i'll her just be a trophy a husband bit, but then great <laughs> but also like here's the thing I also don't think that Slughorn fucks much. I feel like yeah. he's yeah. more like, give me some crystallized pineapple, please, and thanks. Yeah. 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 Tell me I'm smart. You know what I mean? You know like, what? they both have very similar, like, Slughorn flatter me. Hepzibah would be into each other. I mean, like, a great 
pair together. Actually, I do think that they yeah. Yeah. I ship that. Yes, I ship he, it. Little matchmaker. He's younger than her because she's long gone. Dead. Yeah, she's hella and dead. She's and he's like he's old, but not not that old. He's old not geriatric. Shippers find ways to true their yeah. favorites true. together. It's true. He's just not we've, incest. We've had the slash. You know, talk. I heard that. <laughs> I was uncomfortable. <laughs> Chase. What, you didn't Good. enjoy my reading of Drapple? <sighs> no, Drapple is funny. I had heard that one before. I like that a lot. Anyway, I think we did that one. We yeah. did the thing. I'm pretty happy with, I'm How pretty happy with it. Yeah. Yeah. Our 40th boss. Our 40th. Our 40th. Wow. We've killed a lot of people. Yep. We married a lot of people. How many horror We bought a lot of people. Out. Oh my <laughs> God, we have 40 each. Yep. If Yikes. we chose to... I feel oh bad. Gosh. Do you remorse? I think I think you often remorse. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we do. The only one with horcruxes. Yeah. Uh-oh. Hashtag no remorse. Uh-oh. Wow, that was Hufflepuff. <laughs> no Slytherin, really? Eight percent. Uh huh. They're eight percent. Pretty strong. Eight <laughs> percent. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, Jamie. Thanks for coming. Oh, yeah. Welcome. We missed you. I yeah. miss you guys a lot, actually. Aww. Don't don't leave us for that long again. Yeah. Come you back. can't. What, stay. <laughs> your next favorite topic you want to talk about? Oh God, God! We can do uh, God. Uh, <laughs> okay. A little off topic. Yeah. Religion in Harry Potter? No, just God. Nothing no. to do with Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> I just okay, well, want to talk to you guys no. about God. You all need it. <laughs> Not gonna disagree, but y'all need Jesus. <sighs> like something for down the road for the next time you're on. I'll think about it. Okay. But that's uh, yes. that's so, it for forty. We did it. Forty, 40 episodes, friggin' guys. episodes, guys. Thanks for sticking with us. And also, like, I understand that most podcasts are weekly. Yeah, yeah. we we have do every two weeks. Um, it takes us a long time to like record the podcast and, and edit it. It's hard and, to um, wrangle four people's schedules together. Yeah. Also, Case in like, point, we all one have, of us isn't here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we and yeah, it's it's hard to get everybody here. Uh, at the same time, the time and and to coordinate and do all of this work when we all have jobs we are also yeah. like an independent podcast we obviously don't <laughs> have any money behind us except for what our lovely patreon yes, slug club gives you. us which yeah. is so wonderful so yeah like i understand like we are not like all other podcasts and it's a bit of a wait for each episode so thanks for and sticking with us yeah. 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 and like reaching out we've had such yeah. wonderful listeners like yeah. Talk to us, and yeah. um, we got for we our last episode was about coping with Harry Potter. We got an email from uh, Britton White, uh, who was a Ravenclaw. So y'all's thanks, um, girl. And uh, she says, uh, "I first came to Harry Potter when I was twelve years old. At this time, the first three books were out, but I had never heard of them before. I remember walking to my school's library and seeing the display for Prisoner of Azkaban, and I was drawn in. From that moment on, I was hooked." I was not a rebellious child, but I do have a clear memory of my mom telling me I needed to stop rereading the Harry Potter books and read something new. So I clearly hid under a blanket in the car on a drive home from North Carolina and once again reread the Sorcerer's Stone. (laughs) Yeah. Take that, mom. Very much. Um, Yeah, when she was uh, in college, she uh, started rereading the series again and... uh, she was working as a nanny after graduation and it actually helped her through uh the death of the the mother of the two girls she was nannying 
it was she says it was crazy emotional blur of time so i turned to the harry potter universe to help me cope i started watching the movies a lot and even dove headfirst back into reading pretty much nothing but harry potter fan fiction and she says yes i listened to your fan fiction episode and last laughed my ass off but i will say there's actually some beautifully well-written fan fiction out there mm. um at the time in my life when i couldn't have felt more lost i had this world to escape into and brought me joy and continued to teach me lessons about death and grieving I think that's really lovely. And yeah. thank you so much, Britton, for reaching out. We really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, we have another one as well. From Sarah Slessinger. Slush. Oh, my God. You told me how to pronounce Sarah it. S. Sarah, Sarah Slessinger. Slessinger. I'm so sorry. You did tell me how to pronounce it, and I fucked it up. Um, so, anyway. <laughs> Uh, she first discovered the books in 2001 when, my, when I was seven and my sister had been diagnosed with leukemia. She's mm-hmm. good now. She, it was her twin uh, who was sick, uh, told me about the books, and uh, I could get them on tape at the library. So I went and literally binged all of them that were out. Listening to Harry Potter then helped me get through a tough time in my life. It gave me another world to escape to when reality got too hard. This pattern continued throughout my life. I've been in therapy for almost a year, and I was diagnosed with a few mental health illnesses. I've had to find a coping mechanism to help me when I was experiencing extreme anxiety and couldn't get out of my head. My solution was the books on tape. I bought them on Audible, and I feel that Harry's World saved my life. Most people use music or TV or something as a coping mechanism, but I chose Harry Potter. Coping mechanisms are used in therapy to distract a person until they're able to calm down and think about the problem. One quote I recently discovered while recovering is, understanding is the first step towards acceptance, and only with acceptance can there be recovery, from Dumbledore. And I always love that quote, too. It's so good. Um, Anyway, I just wanted to share my experience with Harry Potter because the story has and will forever be part of my recovery. And I will always call Hogwarts my home. Thank you you so much, Sarah. Yeah, Yeah, really lovely. So thank you, guys. I mean, fucking hella sweet and really touching. And it's so lovely to hear all these stories from people who... You know, mm-hmm. uh, feel so deeply about the the subject matter like we do, yeah. mm-hmm. and um, it's lovely to hear how much they've helped people in real life. Yeah. Speaking of wonderful fans, uh, we met one of our uh, great listeners, Charlie, at the Lockhart, who recently visited uh, Toronto. So we had a lovely uh, basically just to see it. <laughs> Thank God. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, she was in the neighborhood. Really awesome road trip with her best friend. Yeah, Janelle. Uh, right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, she's Hi, really shout good. out, Janelle. Yeah. Hey. We miss you guys. Lovely yeah. to meet you. Shout out to you. Yeah. Both of you. We're so glad really we lovely. could experience the Lockhart with you. We hope we didn't scare you away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had maybe a little bit too much fun. Yeah. <laughs> Let's say. As one does at the Lockhart. Yeah. yeah. It's just a fun place. It's a trap for fun. <laughs> it's a fun trap. <laughs> All done? <clears throat> yeah. All done. We're done. done. Good bye. That's all for this episode of Mischief Managed Podcast. 40 on the road to 50, <laughs> which is the new 40. You can check us out on Instagram at Mischief Managed Podcast, on Twitter at Mischief Podcast, on Facebook, Pinterest, and Tumblr. Rate and review us on iTunes if you've got the time. Please do. I tried. Love you. If you want to get in touch. Oh, so sorry. Alert. We are also on Stitcher and we are on Google Play. Music. Yeah, Google Play now. So if you like those platforms instead of what you're currently listening on or whatever, 
then we're there. Yeah. So oh, that's well. just that's the thing. If you want to get in touch, you can send us an L at mischiefmanagedpodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to hear more of us, check sure. out our Patreon. And we all know you want that. But we know not everyone wants that. <laughs> no, it's up to you. <laughs> everyone wants it. Oh Only you can what, decide what how the, much uh, of us you get. Only who can prevent <laughs> Mischief Manage Podcast? You have selected you. <laughs> As the correct it. answer was me. <laughs> oh my god. Mischief Manage was co-created by the soulful Aaron Reinald and original music by the everlasting, everlasting. Devin Highland. Yeah. And as always, mischief managed. This is her rolling up the rim to win. Oh, oh did, you oh. <gasps> did you actually win? <gasps> oh, is it a horse? Oh, it just says happy camera. Yeah, oh, oh. I want a coffee. Joke? Oh, no, so I mean. thought it was. And but I finally won a coffee. Oh, off okay, one. I was like, Good I burn. saw the number one fifty. It's like, what amount of money did I win? One hundred and fifty donuts. <laughs> oh man, uh, Canada, you continue to disappoint me. It's not even your birthday anymore. You just gotta buy more coffee. Yeah, oh, it's a trap. <laughs>